the wheel of fate is turning. Rebel one, action! Wellies Nerdy News on East Leeds FM. You win perfect. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Wellies Nerdy News for the month of December 2023 for somewhat a special show because I've got Michael live in the studio with we me today. We certainly do. So Good can evening. We, can we reach over and give him a slap? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> that one, please. <laughs> Yeah, uh, very very special show um, as we're doing it live today, mm. um, mainly because Michael's PC's gone out of power, not all because it's Christmas and we want to come in the studio or anything like that. No, it no, just, of course yeah. not. No, yeah, yeah. it's, it's um, all technical reasons. All yeah, technical all technical reasons. Because <laughs> um, I'm sure I'd love to be at home right now with his feet up eating mince pie or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. recording, of course. Yeah, of course. And that's I know I know what you like. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's much Christmas tradition to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome to all these news, our monthly gaming news um, information show about what's going on in the world of games. Um, if you don't listen to the show before, we talk about what we've been playing, what's happened in the news, which has been a big month with the Game Awards and mm-hmm. one of the biggest games ever been announced potentially i reckon it will probably be one of the biggest games ever and then what's coming out for the month um, and we'll do a little bit of a christmas buyer's guide as well um because it is december so if you're looking for any late christmas presents um or looking for some sort of stuff in january sales we'll give you a few ideas of what you might want to buy but before any of that we're gonna have a little bit of music and just thinking about um all the all the like fantastic games that have come out and are coming out we've we talked about obviously one of the biggest games potentially in Grand Theft Auto 6 and mm. the trailer for that just came out which we'll talk about in the news but um, we're going to have a little bit of uh, music from that trailer which is um, Tom Petty's Love is a Long Road Coming 2025 um, because Love is a Long Road um, by Tom Petty that's the song that's used for um, GTA 6 and obviously that um, 2025 reference was to the fact that um, um, GTA 6 has been announced for 2025 so quite a while away surprisingly <laughs> How do you feel about that, Michael? Um, yeah, it's a it's a way it's a ways off, uh, and it's it's nice to see. It's been a long time coming. I wonder what they'll um, how they'll progress it from GTA Five. I have seen the trailer, like most other folk have. I mean, the whole of the internet has obviously seen it by now. A lot of people are very hyped for it. So yeah, it's it's nice to go back to Vice City as well. It's been a while yeah. since we've been, been back there, in my opinion. Cool. We'll get back into it properly in the news. And luckily, we do all have games to play between now and then. And we've been playing <laughs> some games over the last month. Um, do you want to go first? Tell us a little bit about what you've been playing, Michael. Your list is um, quite interesting, other than the usual stuff that you've been playing. The usual. I'm just going to I'm just going to keep the the usual games as the usual. If you've listened to me the last couple, last I think half a year, most yeah. of this year, yeah, Forza Horizon Four Five. Uh, yeah, so we don't need to talk about that anymore. We talked about that to death. Yeah, uh, I would say that I've made a lot of progress on the Dead Space remake. Um, what's what's a lot of progress? Are you like getting towards so the end. So I am up? on the final chapter oh, right, of right, the yeah. Dead Space remake, and as I think, I think as we came to the conclusion before, it is just a perfect remaster of the original. Yeah. It's but it's one of those remasters where you don't need to. Well, it's actually a remake, but you don't remake, actually yeah. need to play the original. You can just play this version. It has all yeah. the original elements, but more. Bit if you play both, you'll get it's like the original Resident Evil remake. You'll get a lot more out of it. You'll be like, oh, I see what they've changed here and why they've changed that yes. and stuff. And yes, um, they do some interesting things with that regenerator enemy. I, I think mm. they do a real good job of making that. Is that that uh, original 
I can't remember what, what was it called, the regenerator enemy in Dead Space. I thought it was just a regenerator. Yeah. Well, we know it's a regenerator from Resident Evil 4. Because I a, guess. Yeah, similar creature. Yeah, I can't remember the name that it was given to it, but yeah. Um, but, but yeah. I think they understand like how, I would say, important that creature is, but how really cool that moment was, and they expand on that moment in this remake yeah. in lots of really cool ways. Yeah, they give it more they give it more backstory. And they do change a couple of the character motivations actually which I thought was yeah. really cool especially recently because I've got to the final chapter so obviously being oh, right. yeah, revelations yeah, yeah. which are it, the story beats don't necessarily change that much but the reasons for what happens changes quite quite significantly and you're yeah. there going that's a very cool touch they've, they've done something yeah. nice with that and it com- complements the other games as well it's not like oh we've gone completely different directions oh yeah done yeah, this yeah, and stuff. yeah absolutely yeah. um so yeah, really impressed with that, and it you know it's it runs very nice and looks beautiful on my new gaming rig until I had to replace the power supply. But you know yeah. when I get that new power supply back, I'll finish off the last chapter and let you guys know my final thoughts. But really, they can't mess us up. I don't uh, think. I don't think they would have mess. I don't think they're gonna mess us up in the last chapter. It's been a really good ride for the, yeah. for the entirety of the game. Um, people have been nailing survival horror remakes this year. I've been yes. playing a bit more Resident Evil Four, but this time in VR. Ah, yeah, very it's nice. Um, very very cool. Um, you played the original Resident Evil Four in VR, haven't you? On the Quest. Yeah, 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 I have yeah. A, a fair bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar sort of vibe going on here, of course. You know what I mean, um, but you have the more advanced mechanics of hey, you've got your knife and you can actually parry with your knife and and that sort of stuff. So that's that's always a bunch of great fun. Um, I, I would say without going into talking about Resident Evil Four Remake, which we've done enough of, I think. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, it is the sort of you've got your first person's perspective rather than you over the shoulder. Um, you don't have your the main difference is I guess you don't have your laser sights on your guns like you do in the Quest version, which you can actually turn off on the Quest version as well. No, I think I... you can turn the laser sight on on this remake, but I'm just playing it on how it was originally booted. So I right, put it right. up and I'm like, hey, I've got to aim down sights for all my guns and that sort of stuff. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm doing the proper aiming, and it's. It feels really fluid, and I'm even doing. I'm at the point now. I've just got to the first lot of um, challenges in the. Um, oh yeah, you go down the, the elevator. And yes, do some nice, nice, nice. And the pistol ones, I'm nailing even easier in VR because I'm just like pop, pop, pop there like that. You know what I mean? Rather than actually physically aiming with the sticks. Yeah. Um. So that's actually easier. I reckon the sniper rifle challenges are going to be hard. Is I've, I've been trying to use a sniper rifle, and you have to actually physically aim that's like, so you have to pull the bolt out and put it back in. That's and ex- I've, I've messed it up a few times. That's, and just we're shooting the rifle. Yeah. That's exactly like the quest version as well. Yeah. You have, yeah. To, you have to fire, move the scope, move a gun away from your face, to then stop looking yeah. down the scope, and then you have to eject the bolt, and then put it back, yeah, and yeah. Then put it back to your eye again. Yeah. So I I reckon, uh, yes, it's got the same problems as the other, well, not problems, but the problems, same difficulties. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. difficulties. Although I would say your, your accuracy is probably going to be really good, so no wonder you nailed the, the pistol challenge, because I think yeah. the difficulty for me with that one was always, even though I've, I'm fairly confident with my aiming abilities with yeah. mouse and keyboard, but it's more of a case of the reticles like, hang on, you're not like laser focused yet, wait yeah. longer, wait, 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 now you're accurate, bang, off you go. And yeah, but this is just get in the right position, exactly. it, and it's, exactly. it's pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been... Um, a bunch of fun. Mm. Um, another v- uh, horror game I've been playing is I've finished Alan Wake 2. Don't want to get in too much to it because it's definitely going to be in the Game of Year discussions that mm. we have in January and February mm. for sure. Um, pretty high up and it did pretty well at the Game Awards when we talked talk about that as well. So I won't talk too much about that. But yeah, we've been on a bit of horror vibe again, which is good. Um, what else have you been playing? Something not too scary, I imagine. 
No, uh, so I'll talk about another game that I moved on to on uh, my, P- my PC racing rig. Um, it is Assetto Corsa, ah. which is a it's quite an old game now. It came out I think 2013, 2014, yeah, yeah. but it's be but I've got the ultimate edition because it was just on sale for like seven quid, and I thought okay, that seems fine. I'll I'll, I'll grab that. Yeah, even if you don't like it, like well, last. Yeah, no. exactly. It's, it's it's not much, and it, it gives you plenty of cars, plenty of tracks, not as much as like say Forza and stuff. And you can definitely tell it's not a AAA studio yeah. that worked on it but I must I must say that the driving feels great and they've nailed that and I think that's that's what they focused on is just how these cars feel to drive they all feel different they all feel somewhat realistic when you've got the force feedback going on your on your on your steering wheel so you can really accurately feel when you're starting to lose traction when you're having when where when things are when you're going fast as well a good sense of speed which is something that's quite difficult to do in games i feel yeah but they've got a really cool thing where they, it, even, they pull the camera real low down to track to help with that oh, um i think it's a bunch of factors so like so like the camera's not only like doing that but there's also a bit of there's also a, like a like a like a sort of bit of motion blur on the windows when, right, when, yeah. when things go a bit when you get when you start the game really fast, but also the the wind noise is a really good one. They got a wind noise mechanic, so the faster Ooh. you go, the, the more wind noise you get, and that gives you. That, you would be surprised actually how much the sense of speed that gives you over like say I don't know because on like Forza and we don't get wind speed, so when you're going at 200, it's like it doesn't. Very similar. Yeah, it, it, it does feel fast, but it doesn't feel as fast as in that game when we're going at 200. And yeah, and you're sort of like whoa, feeling quite uncomfortable because it is. Is a is a whole thing. Um, only played a few hours of it so far. Only done some practice runs to get to get it, to get it right uh, and to kind of understand it. It's not it's not brutally hard on on steering, I suppose, but it's definitely it's definitely put me back in my place and sort of like yeah, you're not you're not you're not. I'm not that good at, at racing games. I just enjoy just starting around a little bit of track. Really, you've got this wheel. You get into more racing games. Is the VR headset coming soon? Hmm. I played. I set a car in VR and um, oh nice all tracks and that. that was fun. And I, I think Gran Turismo is probably the best racing game in VR. It's absolutely nutty, especially with the amount of cars you can get and how you know, I mean, how the all textures inside. And yeah, how, how they does it look. But yeah, yeah. but is, are you are you into potentially a VR headset for the next sort of upgrade for the racing rig? I think the next upgrade for my racing rig will first off be a. I'm going to get a little frame so I can actually actually attach oh, yeah. my actually attach the steering wheel sits in front of me. Put the gear stick down to the left. Uh, have the pedals at an angle, which is also going to be useful because I want to use my I want to use my gaming chair as my racing chair. At the right. moment, I'm using a more low down one because at the moment I'm sitting too high up, so it feels like I'm stamping on the pedals like yeah. up, too up, too upright. It doesn't feel immersive doesn't, enough. Yeah. So I want to increase that immersion, but still being comfortable in my in my in my Doom throne, but also just playing. Yeah, doing some racing games. Ah. It is meant to be a racing inspired seat anyway, but yeah, yeah. but but yeah, it'd be good to good to implement that. So yeah, when I move out. And grab that. That'd be an next addition to my racing rig. Then we might, maybe, might discuss VR, but I'm not. I'm not sold on no, it yet. No, no, no. I'm also not sure if I get motion sick. To be fair, right? I don't know. I feel like if like I feel like if I'm moving the steering wheel, dying around low face, I feel like I expect my body to move about with me yeah. and get affected by G force. I'd say which I'm, is interesting. I'm very lucky. I don't. I feel almost zero motion sick with any VR stuff. It could be just your VR legs are really good, as in yeah. you, as in you're used to VR I've done now. It quite a while, yeah. But even when I first started, I didn't get it much if at all, really. So. I'm very lucky in that regard, um, mm. and I'm glad I'll enjoy VR so much. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's mon- cool. It's very cool. Yeah, there's a f- bunch of other VR games that have come out in December or coming out in December, which we'll talk about at the end of the show for mm. sure. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's it for VR for me. But I've been playing um, quite an interesting um, game within the game. I've been playing a bit of Lego Fortnite. Do you, have you heard about this? Do you know about this? I, I've I saw the trailers at the Game Award for Lego Fortnite, and I, I made a point back to my mates went. 
They're putting building back in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of it. They, they're going back. Yeah, how is that? Um, um, yeah, so it's it's a completely separate survival game. So it's, it is like Minecraft in many ways. Right. Mean, you can't just remove all the dirt from whatever. But you, you have to go into caves and you have to mine um, resources and okay. you can build structures and then you build your village bigger and bigger and you add more upgrades. So it's that sort of like loop of a survival game and you've got to eat food constantly and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And it's got like, the weirdest thing is it's still from Zelda is the sort of heat mechanics. So if you go into the frost zone, you have to eat something warm to go get into frost zone. If you go into the warm zone, you have to eat something cold. So it's stealing bits from here and there from other games, but it's um, but its main inspiration is clearly Minecraft. Have you seen some of the videos that have been going around on the social media? Of like, Can't say I have. No, no. People have been doing what you expect them to do in building uh, games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You... Uh, that's all I need to know. That's all, yeah. that's all I need to hear yeah. to, to understand what the internet will do with, with something yeah. as innocent as Lego Fortnite. Yeah. 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 So people have been doing all the things you expect um, <laughs> of course. all the phallic structures and towers uh, galore as you can imagine yes um, of course but yeah i played that a couple of nights and um you can one of your friends can like host a server village or whatever and then you can give you keys so you can go join their village and you can help out build their village bigger and bigger and stuff cool, cool. um so yeah it's four person cooperative maximum i think and and then the, the really interesting thing um is 1,200 of the skins all have Lego versions, so they've actually made 1,200 skins into Lego versions, Lego which versions. is absolutely nutty. The mm. only ones that really haven't are like the licensed ones, so I can't be like Ash from Evil Dead playing Lego Fortnite and stuff, yeah, but yeah. all their original runs, and I think yeah. the ones they've got coming up and coming out as well, so like I saw, hey, Ninja Turtles is licensed, but they have Lego, Lego versions, versions because that. that's not in advance. They can't go back and read sort of them licenses, I imagine. That's why. Um, but yeah, it's it's been... Quite interesting. It's been a fun, relaxing. I mean, hey, you've got to play a couple of intense rounds of proper Fortnite. Yeah, and yeah. then you're like, oh, let's just go build our village and that sort of stuff. So, you you've got a group of friends and you want to play, you know, in games within games. It's it's quite quite interesting that sort of way. Like, especially mm. we've got the harmonic sort of guitar hero thing on it now, and then we've got the Rocket League car racing. Yeah, Fortnite's yeah. becoming this massive like entities platform <laughs> where they just want you to be in that ecosystem and like not be yes. out of it. Yes. Um, which is really clever. And that means they can sell more skins and make more money. Of course, I imagine. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's really bizarre and out there. And I'm definitely going to play a bit of Fortnite um, starting next year. Cause that's when they had the metal gear skins in. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to get them uh, for sure. But yeah, really interesting stuff. Any other games you want to talk about, Michael, that you've been playing? Uh, I mean, I, I played a, a small bit of a game called Moving Out 2. Uh, Team 17 published that game. It's very similar to Overcooked in many ways and the fact that right. you are you are basically with your friends trying to, in a moving company, but you can move stuff out of people's houses by any means necessary. You can you can chuck their stuff through windows, for example, or oh, you right. can... You so know, it's like a real, realistic moving company. Realistic moving company. Destroy yeah, all, all your stuff. Out of the second, out of the second floor, just chuck, chuck the beds out of there and shove it in the van. In any order, it doesn't matter. As long as it gets in the van in five minutes, the quicker you do, the better you score. That's quite good fun. I had a bit of a blast with that with my friends. And apart from that, uh, me and my girlfriend have checked out the Last of Us HBO um, series one. All right. So. That he says Last of Us remaster on there is that a joke it, or is it, that no 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 it's it, I'll, I'll lead on to that but, oh, yeah, okay, but, yeah, okay. but because I watched the show I then went oh I missed the first game and that's where Sony got you to pay seventy quid for a, a remaster of an old game no 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 so this is the <laughs> is it this is the hang on so oh, this, it's got parts PC didn't it as well yeah no no hang on okay this, go on, go on. so this isn't the Last of Us Part One. 
game. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm talking about The Last of Us Remastered Master. for PS4. Oh, the 2014. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which well, I'm playing on It's PS5. almost like this is really confusing and really yeah, exactly. stupid idea. You, you, you've, yeah. got, you've got three remasters for the first one. And then you've you, got the you, TV show as well. Yeah. you got The Last of Us. you got The Last of Us Remastered. And then you've got The Last, Last of Us Part, part one. 1. And then you've got Last of Us Part 2. And you're going to have in January Last of Us Part, part 2 remastered. remastered. The PS5. I thought it would be Part 2, Part 2. That's what they'd call it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry for the confusion. But, uh, no, no, no. But, yeah. I mean, I went back to that and went, oh, I missed it. I miss the... I just miss the game. I miss that universe. I miss that yeah. story. Um, so I might go back and whilst my PCs have action, uh, until I get a few pals playing, I'm going to be dipping into a bit of Last of Us mm. in the meantime. I don't think we had it in the news, but um, speaking of Last of Us, the multiplayer got completely canned, hasn't it? It did. Yeah. It has been canned, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we, we talk about that now or we'll get into it in the news or whatever, but... I mean, I don't know if it's much to talk about on my side. I didn't quite know what they were going for with this, with this multiplayer yeah. game, so I'm a bit ill-informed. If it was something along the lines of the multiplayer in the very first game, I, I actually cool. thought yeah, it was yeah. quite good. I actually thought it was quite I think this is going to be game. a little bit more of a live service. I don't know how like open it would yeah, be. I, think I remember it was just hearing that. maps and that sort of stuff. I remember but hearing that. It doesn't yeah. matter anymore because it's dead. Yeah, it's it's been it's been canned. Do you think it's one of the PlayStation live services be canned? Yeah, definitely. When they, when it, they is, yeah. Yeah. it is now. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a whole thing going on PlayStation with Bungie. You know what I mean? Bungie's an expert in live service, but they're starting to fall behind in terms of what numbers they're doing, and they're not doing so well. And they obviously fired a bunch of people recently as well. Mm. Um, so it doesn't look good on whatever's going with Sony with the live service stuff. And then what was it? Jim was it Jim Ryan? Jim Ryan's left as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the um, CVEO, I think he was called, of Sony Computer Entertainment. So he was doing all the, obviously, in all PlayStation stuff. And um, yeah, not stuff we'll get into the news, unfortunately. I don't think we've really put that down. But yeah, just so you know. Um, speaking of live service games, I've not really been playing a live service game, but I've been playing a bit of Monster Hunter Rise which is the closest I will play to a live service game. The sort of <laughs> accidental live service game because it was made before live service games existed. Um, yeah, so I, I was I was like, oh, I, I lo- Game Awards happened. I was mm. like, oh, we'll talk about what the final thing was a Game Awards. Um, spoilers was Monster Hunter um, yes. <laughs> and Monster Hunter 6. And I was like, oh, I want to play Monster Hunter Rise again. I don't play it on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was an announcement, oh, they're going to remove a bunch of DLC from Monster Hunter Rise in January. I'm like, all right. How much is it on uh, PSM? Oh, the game and expansion for twenty five quid. Right, okay, yeah. you've got me. So I've this is the third time I've bought Monster Hunter Rise. So because <laughs> I bought the original game, I bought the game and expansion on Switch, and then I bought the game and expansion, expansion on the Sony Store. Yeah, store, yeah. And yeah. I imagine I'll probably buy it on PC one day as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I've just been going through that. I've been doing all my low rank quests really quickly, just grinding through that stuff because I want to get yeah. to the master rank because I didn't finish some of the master rank stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the content removing is like the Sonic content and the Universal Studios Japan content, just some licensed stuff. But I don't want to miss out on it, so I'm just getting it, getting through it and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's been absolutely fun, fabulous. And that game can run at 120 frames per second on PS5, I think, if you run it in the right mode. And okay. I've got 120. Hurts TV, TV, so yeah, yeah. I'm potentially going to try that out at some point, but just right now I'm just playing it in your know, I mean, 
4K. I think it's native 4K 60, which is great. It looks yeah, absolutely yeah, fabulous. That'd be, that'd be good enough. Really clean. Mm, um, mm. But yeah, going to it and just remembering, like, yeah, it's really good on the combat side of stuff, but the sort of like the world building, the sort of endemic life that was added in Monster Hunter World, that was all stripped out because this, it was obviously a Switch game, so the strips all out. So you're not doing this whole environmental interaction where you're like, you're dropping waterfalls or big rocks on the monsters and stuff. You're just like, hey, you're fighting them and then you get to sometimes ride them and bash them into walls and that sort of stuff. But you, you do remember how impressive it is for a Switch game, even when it was, I mean, just 30 terms a second. So, yeah, yeah, it's been fabulous to come back to. And I reckon over Christmas, I'll just start chipping away at that and get back to that master rank. Um, but I've got plenty of time because, you know, Monster Hunter, uh, Monster Hunter 6, what they call Wild, not coming out until 2025 as well. So, that's going to be a big year. You know, when you got two big, got Monster Hunter, big. Capcom's biggest game and Rockstar's biggest game coming out. I'm like, who else is going to do big games that year? It's going to be nutty, I think, 2025. <laughs> um, 2024 is no slouch either from what we've seen. But yeah, um, anything else you want to mention? Any final games or should we move on to the to the new section? I think that is everything for me. Every game I've been playing this uh, month. Brilliant. Right, we're going to move on now to the new section. And um, um, Sega announced quite a few games, including... Um, uh, so maybe potentially remake remaster of a classic Sega um, game mm. um, called Crazy Taxi and anyone who's played the original version of Crazy Taxi know that the Offspring song All I Want is very key to that game and kind of important <laughs> hopefully it gets licensed for this new game and I imagine if they do people will be quite angry so let's have a listen to um, All I Want by the Offspring and welcome back that was Offspring All I Want um, which we'll talk about in the news because we'll be talking about all the amazing um, and massive announcements Sega's made for during the game of Awards. But before any of that, we're getting to our sort of I don't know what we'd call it anymore because Xbox games with gold don't exist really. You get it's a just, bunch of, it's, it's the PlayStation Hour, it's the PlayStation Plus, and it's then, the PlayStation Minutes. You, you, you mentioned <laughs> the Nintendo Switch Online, so yeah, that's cool as well. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll bring all these sort of these sort of like free games you can get with your subscription. So, do you want to tell people what they might get with PS Plus and so on? So, with PlayStation Plus essential games for this month, we have a power, power wash simulator coming to the PlayStation 5, Pretty fun actually, <laughs> uh, Lego 2K. <laughs> Uh, I think it's Lego yeah. 2K Racing, I Racing, believe. Racing, yeah, yeah. And we have Sable. Which runs so, like dog poo. So we have a very chilled selection for this month, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is how I'm going to call it, because you've got the Power Wash Sim, which is very satisfying. Oh, yeah, it's super chill, yeah. Super, super relaxed. It's not really much. I don't, I don't, I've looked at some gameplay. It's not really a very competitive game. It's basically just here's a very dirty environment, and you get a nice Power Wash, and you get to to sort of stream yeah. away over over dirt yeah. uh, line by line and, and they've added some uh, Final Fantasy 7 DLC to it I so really. you, can, you can like wash like um, the milk truck from um, from um, Sector um, from Sector 7 and you get to you can wash like a diagram of uh, Midgar and 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 then the bar as well from the slums. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you can power wash all them locations, which is very interesting. From the remake, of course. So, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so, that's been quite interesting. And there's, I think there's a SpongeBob DLC as well. Oh, right. So, you can wash wow, SpongeBob's house. You, you're very informed on this simulator. I, I, so, I, so, I played it, and like I think the <laughs> Tomb Raider DLC and the Final Fantasy DLC are free. The SpongeBob one costs, and I think they've added Back to the Future recently as well. Oh, right. So, you can wow. wash the DeLorean. Okay, so it's, it's, it seems it's, to be doing well itself. The game, yeah. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, you know, I, I remember hearing, um, uh, you know, seeing a lot of, uh, you know, influencers, YouTubers playing that game yeah. when, it, when it when it first launched and giving it some giving it some praise, and it's very satisfying uh, to play, and I, I can understand that um, as well. The the uh, Lego Two K game is very much 
uh, I describe it as an arcade racer. From looks of the trailers and the footage, it's like you kind of build your own cars, however yeah. you like the look of them. I had a friend play it, and he was like, he played like, I think maybe 10, 20 minutes, and he was quite surprised, like, oh, I get to build on my own car and that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, it, it didn't tell me too much on how the actual racing went and how it actually plays and stuff. So I don't know if it's like quite arcade, sort of Mario Kart drifty or if it's. I won't say I won't imagine it being quite similar. It's a, you know, it's a Lego game, but hey. Yeah, I can imagine it. I can imagine it being one or two camps for the arcade side. Either it will be like a, a Mario sort of kart racing game, or it'll be very much uh, a very like something like I'm going to say, kind of like uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed sort oh, right, of yeah. style. Not necessarily like building tracks sort of thing necessarily, but more just in terms of how it handles how the cars yeah. feel. In terms of they might feel different, but they're not going to feel proper sim sim no, like no, or, no, no. or sim even but they're going to feel you know quite accessible but then quite fun if it was quite simmy would you, would you play it it'd be like that's your new <laughs> To be, to be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to playing it. I, I've awake. I, I get. I get some fun out of yeah. if it's a sim game or if it isn't a sim game. Like you know, I've got classic games like you know Burnout and Eva Speed. Yeah, all, yeah. Are always fun anyway, but in their own in their own right. Yeah. Um, and then the last one we've got for this month, we've got a game called Sable. And all I can say about it is, it seems to be like a third person sort of discovery game. Yeah. It's how I'm gonna. It's how I'm gonna treat it. I, like you seem to be exploring environments, but I yeah. don't see much more gameplay apart so from that. I booted it up for ten minutes to try and play it. Yeah. I, I kind of stopped after 10 minutes because the frame rate is absolutely awful, even on PS5. It's That's just really strange. choppy. And it's just... And it's also it's really choppy, but also, for some reason, your character runs at like 12 frames a second on purpose, so they're like skipping animation, and it, it just that's really off-putting to me. I hate it when they do that in sort of 3D mm. models, because yeah. they don't use the principles of 2D animation, which is limited animation, where they do stuff at 12 frames, they don't do squash, um, stretch and squash and like blur lines, that sort of stuff that makes sort of 12 frames a second animation look really clean. Yeah. Um, they just do a 3D model and just make it run at like 12 frames, and then the frame rate of the game itself is quite in, in um, intermittent, and and then you've got like screen tearing. And I was like, I can't play this. It looks really cool art style. It's got a sort of Mobius Absolutely. French comic book sort of yeah. thing going on yeah. art style. But I couldn't actually play it for more than a few minutes going, oh, this hurts my eyes really bad. And I'm not so sensitive about frame rates. Maybe I'm getting more sensitive about frame rates. But I just, I was like, this is cool now, but I can't do this. It's very how unoptimized it is, considering I wouldn't have thought it was a very intense game in terms no, of no, on, no. On, on like processing, in terms of either the CPU side calculating physics and yeah. stuff, and the graphics card side handling just sheer just fidelity. Optimized poorly, I imagine that's what's I happened. I imagine that's probably the case. I don't know what this platform, what the first platform for this game was, but I think PS5, Xbox, and PC. I think uh, it, maybe maybe that's why it's on the Game Pass because I think it came out about a year or so ago, and yeah, just been like, I think hey, just throw it over there. We done with this project now which is a little shame you know i mean it, um, games um, that are not not optimized very well but actually have something going on yeah can usually be really cool games but if you don't put the effort in the back end well yeah can't expect your consumer to be like yeah i'm happy with this and um, but hey it was a free quote-unquote game but yeah that's what you've got for ps plus um mm-hmm. what else have we got going on so you got the switch online stuff um do you want to talk much about these? Do you know do you know much about these games? Yourself? I've played them all actually probably a long time ago, but yeah, do you want to just mention mm. them for people? Yeah, so we've got Harvest Moon 64, Jet Force Gemini, and 1080 Degree Snowboarding. Yeah, all N64 games. So that's part of the premium version of the Switch Online, not just your regular. I think you pay like £3.50 a month or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah, mm. all cool N64 games. Jet Force Gemini is actually also on the Rare Replay. Um, collection. So if if you have the Rare Replay, you can also play it there. Harvest Moon sixty four. I think he's a fan favorite Harvest Moon game. And then Ten Eighty Snowballing is like probably one of the um, 
more well-known snowboarding games from back in the day, sort of like that sort of SSX tricky sort of era sort of thing. Okay. And 1080 snowboarding was one of the ones that really kicked it off, I think. Um, whether it's playable now, it's been a long time since I've played that game, so I can't tell you if it's, it's any quite, good still. It's quite it's quite a big quote about to to go up against SSX tricky because I feel it was, like it was definitely before that. Do you know what I mean? But it was sort of kicked off that sort of. Kids of our kids, of our of our age of our age group, yeah, all seem to yeah. remember that game quite fondly. So yeah, I remember 1080 Snowball as well, but yeah, SSX tricky more so. Do you know what I mean? Mm, that was mm. um, and that was SS three. Yeah, them yeah. them sort of games yeah. really, really were um, the biggest news. Yeah, very special. My little sister loves uh, SSX SSX three. She loved that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're all your sort of free games. And then I imagine when you've more premium PS Plus and your Xbox Game Pass, you does a lot more of stuff. But they cycle in and out all the time. We don't tend to keep on top of them. Yeah. But yeah, that's the basics for that. Right, should we get into the proper news, I guess? Um, we'll, we'll dive straight into the news, yeah. 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 Well, speak, I, said, I guess speaking of um, not getting much value for your money, would you like a Yorkshire T Xbox Series S or PS5 controller, Michael? Hey, I mean, speaking of a chill month, I mean, that's a pretty chill controller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for only £150, you can have the Yorkshire T brand on, on your controller. So if whether things get tough and you're feeling a bit stressed out, all you need to do is look at, look at your controller and go, oh, yes. As, as Yorkshiremen, are we through. like... Obliged to get one of these or something. I, I see. The, the problem is you got you got two very contradicting things there. As Yorkshiremen, we're very tied for our money. Yeah. And then we've all and we like and we probably like our Yorkshire tea, but I don't know. If 150 we like... pounds for a controller. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just it's the basic controllers as well. It's not yeah. like the premium. I'd, I'd paid 150 or 200 whatever for the thing controller with the Yorkshire tea branding. Or sure. I paid the 60 whatever 70 sure. quid for if, a regular one. If it had increased functionality. Yeah. But. Rather than just a skin, like a just... T button or something, like yeah. a T button, yeah, you know what I mean? sure, a T button, hot tea falls. Where, where, yeah. Okay, it's like what? What do you mean hot tea comes out of your controller? Hot tea comes out of your controller. Then I pay hundred fifty quid for that. Come on, liquids and electricity you don't mix. Well, it comes out like the bottom of it, so it doesn't like go over the cables or anything with sure, charging part. Surely, surely it should be like a compartment which is have like have a loose leaf tea. Oh, yeah. where it drops out, or like little tea bags, but it's like you press a button and it goes bzzz, and it shoots out a tea bag. <sighs> See, and, that, you that's re- worth, and you can refill the tea that's, bags. That's worth hundred. 50 quid yeah. that's worth 150 quid I agree um, but yeah these um, <laughs> nice gimmick, yeah. Yorkshire T controllers for 150 which is you know, I mean that's I think the PS5 controllers are what 60-ish so that's already, an extra yeah. that's an extra 90 quid on top of the controller so that's for the branding for just, just for this branding so totally not worth it in terms of price but if you get your hands on one you know what I mean Sure. Okay. Get get you can get one used. And if you, and if you yeah. want to give it to some Yorkshiremen who were doing this show, just saying. I, I, mean? I guess you know maybe maybe a few years down the line, maybe we'll get maybe it'll just be like you can see it used in like eBay and stuff. Oh, and yeah. You can then go if you really like it. And I guess it's like and if you like, do you like red and green branding? I guess. Yeah. And that's kind of festive. Yeah. To, to get to get to give them to it give is, them some. It's quite something. a garish controller. Let's admit that. You know what I mean? The, it's quite garish. I was gonna say festive, green. but okay, yeah, garish, we, can get, yeah. we can also go garish. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine we can agree we can agree yeah. on that one um, yeah. but um, hey again if it was regular price I would totally buy one but I'm not paying that extra amount for no, what, I don't, what it is yeah. I don't think I would be either to be fair <laughs> I'm trying to think what can I link to being garish now what can I link to being garish uh, I mean look how I'm trying to look through what about the Suicide Squad um, not getting an offline mode till after launch oh oh dear well, in that case, this gives you more. That gives you even more justification to go. Well, fine. We'll just uh, we'll just wait till after yeah. launch. Wait for the reviews to kick in, and also get that that offline mode and the price to go down Patch. as well. Yeah, we, we are oh, cheap Yorkshiremen, as we've we, said. We, <laughs> really, that's a, it's a win-win all round. Um, yeah, 
Ah, misread mis- mis- that entire article about that because I-, I was like, oh, good, they're, they're, they're rolling back um, a-, a feature which I thought was like, why are they meant to- why is it online only? Oh, it's not until after launch seems, because they, they know what they're doing, I imagine. Mm, mm. They're like trying to stop you know, piracy and um, and also, at this game, what what are you thinking about the Suicide Squad in general, the game? I remember seeing the, the, the gameplay breakdown and, be like, and being like, huh, yeah. you've gone, it's... It's very strange for all the heroes to all have guns. It all, all yeah, it almost yeah, yeah, feels yeah. like it almost feels like they're removing individuality by having everyone, yeah, kind of the same in some ways. So it's like yeah. I would have. Why thought, is Captain Boomerang like almost not exclusively using, using boomerang? boomerang. Why is he using bit guns? Like because in my head, I was like, okay, well, Deadshot will clearly be the yeah. the, the OG the guy with the snipers and, stuff, yeah. and all the weapons and stuff. That'd be very cool. Maybe like having someone like, rebound or like yeah. this little, you know, like yeah. guns. Why doesn't Harley Quinn use a hammer? Is it yeah. King Shark? Is it King Shark? Why is he not just bite people? That sort of stuff. Or maybe navigate. He's the only one who can navigate by water. Yeah, and yeah. Unique angles of like flanking routes and stuff like that. That'd be quite cool. It, we're talking about Rocksteady who making this game now, so they could totally make that sort of stuff work. I imagine. Yeah, it was just very jarring to see. It's like, okay, that's what we're doing. And it kind of looks, it looks a bit mediocre, apart from maybe what they're going with the story. And, you know, it'd be awesome to see, uh, is it Kevin Conroy's last performance of Batman? Yeah. That'd be very, that'd be very, very cool to see. But it'll also be a little sad if this game's absolutely awful. And that's like, I mean, I, ho- I, mean yeah. I hope it isn't. I hope it isn't. Yeah. You know, I hope it isn't awful. If it's at least mediocre with some good performances in there, then I can yeah. forgive that a little bit better. But, I'm not blown away by it. No, to be honest, there's not that much individuality. It kind of looks like, I don't know. It looks like the division with a DC slap slap on it. Oh, that's yeah. That's like oh, that's like a put. Yeah, I totally agree with that. When you <laughs> said it, I was like, that's totally right. That's totally right. It's the division with a DC skin on it, kind of. Um, yeah. And again, it's even more reason to wait for it to come out because again. God knows how it will review, and we did have that. Was it Gotham? Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. That wasn't so great, and that has a similar sort of thing was going. It this year when it released, I think so, but it definitely wasn't in any of the nominations. It felt a while ago. Is I that, think it was but... after Harry Potter, wasn't it? Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah. Like March was it? Yeah, maybe. God, and I know that's been added to Game Pass recently on the PS Plus subscription that Gotham Knights. Probably because it's end of life, and they're just like, just get it on all them subscription services because we don't care anymore. Um, I actually want to play it at some point, but I'm not paying more than like five pounds for it. I don't think. I think it's one of those games where I think people were disappointed by how it looked and played, considering yeah. how how good yeah, um, car Arkham games are. Yeah, how if you, I remember most of the criticisms like this is Arkham Knight. This came out twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And it's like, here's Gotham Knights 2023, and it's like eight years apart. And you look at the both of them, and you go, why does one look, why does one's art style look so much better? It's like art design's and, really important over graphics, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then combat wise, it's like, it's not quite nailed yeah. it. But I've heard that there are some nice things in there. Yeah. They've done some cool things with like the story and the characters, all right. But I think yeah, there's just, like, there's a whole Cult of Owls thing going on. There, yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. I'd say it's like again a bit maybe mediocre or slightly above average sort of yeah. game from what from what I saw on the time. But anyway, we are getting a bit off track. Yeah, we are. Um, well, I guess we talked a little bit about Game Pass and um, it be, the game being on Game Pass and PS Plus. Um, a recent survey has found out kids want subscription services for Christmas rather than actual physical games. Quite, um, quite, quite a few. So seventy-two yeah. percent. This is coming from a a, a poll of five hundred US children between. Uh, 10 and 17 conducted on the behalf of the ESA um, so 72% of respondents had a video game video game gifts for Christmas 
ahead of gift cards or money, which would be 70, 70 percent. Interestingly, clothes and accessories, sixty six percent, which is quite interesting. Kids are now a lame, aren't they? <laughs> but like Fortnite, I, I just imagine like Fortnite t-shirts. Oh Fort, yeah, yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, get, suppose, get, yeah. your, get your Fortnite hats for Christmas. Um, you got your tech and electronic items for sixty-two percent. Okie dokie. Physical toys and games, thirty-eight percent. So they worked games and physical oh, toys. Physical together, toys yeah, so which is which is interesting. So I guess in physical products, physical yeah. games, I get are thirty-eight percent. Tickets and experiences were interesting, thirty-two percent. Arts and crafts, twenty-eight percent. Books, twenty-six. Yeah. Um, but anyway, getting on to the big one, which we want to talk about. Anyway, it's the so thirty-nine percent. So yeah. the video game related gifts, thirty-nine percent wanted subscriptions. So so that's ahead of consoles for yeah. sure. That's ahead of game accessories, in-game currencies, and physical games. But but yeah, thirty-nine percent. That's that's quite that's quite a lot. And I think that that kind of nips into you know what you're saying earlier about Fortnite becoming this yeah, big entity yeah. because it's such a big entity. It's like well, always has to be funded with this in-game currency of 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 its V bucks. And of course, to sound like a bit of an old man, it always pains me to sort of hear when I'm in game the other day getting some vouchers from my yeah. mates. Hearing the guy go to Death and go, hi, have you got um, have you got whatever Fortnite currency thing? And oh, like, oh, do you mean V bucks? Yeah, sure. How much is like I don't know, twenty pounds worth? And it's like, it's like here you go. It's like I don't know, fifteen hundred V bucks. I I I I have no idea these yeah. days. Back in my day, I got games. I didn't I didn't I didn't yeah, get. It's, it's- it's a little disheartening. I mean, again, fantasy. these games like Fortnite are so big and they're just these massive. I mean, driven by microtransactions. They're very fair games like Fortnite in terms of what the microtransactions are. They're all cosmetic and so on and so forth. But still, I mean, I, I, as a kid, I would much rather have like 10 different games. Like, oh, can I have Metal Gear Solid 2? Can I have Spider-Man 2? Can mm. I have this new Resident Evil game? Just all these different options. And these options still exist. You know what I mean? We're, we're talking about the best games of the year. Yeah, and there's so yeah. many blooming games that came out this year. Absolutely. It's a little sad these kids are all just trapped in these one sort of little tiny ecosystem. But I guess, you know, being a kid, you don't have any disposable income. So, of course, you're going to play the stuff that's free or seemingly free and whatnot. Yeah. And then when you do yeah. get a bit of money, you're like, oh, I've been playing this game. I might play it. You know, I had some more of that. But yeah, yeah, it, but the landscape is changing ultimately. It, it's just strange because there is that social pressure too. Like, oh, yeah. You, you don't have to spend spend money in these games, but it kind of encouraged it. Like the the the, the Fortnite default skin is for some reason looked down on for some weird reason in some social circles. Is it? Oh, right. some, some, some Kids, yeah, yeah. I found. Well, I remember hearing you've like, got news... a default skin, mate. Is, yeah, is no, that... remember, oh, really? I, I generally remember hearing some news stories about how some kids were getting bullied on online because they had default skins. <laughs> wow, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, really? <laughs> just, it just, just, just like, why does it care? Like, yeah. I, feel, I feel like maybe these kids got like bullied after the kids that got, you know, the kids that were doing the bullying got absolutely nailed by the default skin. Fortnite, Ma- yeah, like oh, the beat made doesn't matter about skin or whatever. Yeah, beat me, oh. Filthy, oh, it's, oh, it's fil- clearly... filthy Fortnite casuals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why do I not have a good skin? Oh, well. That's, yeah, very bizarre. Um, but yeah, um, let's not talk about Fortnite anymore. It's a fun game and all, but yeah. I mean, but... it's not the only one. There's also no. other ones oh, doing yeah, their, own, their own subscriptions. You know, I'm sure got... Minecraft has some sort of subscription. And, and yeah, you've got football yeah. stuff. And, oh, yeah, you know, I, I won't deny that other games, including, you know, my, my beloved Forza, probably have a similar thing because they have the silly... It may as well be a slot machine mechanic of oh, the yeah. only way to progress, more or less. If you do races, you get some money, 
but if you want to progress faster, you get these wheel spins, and I'm sure you can probably buy that somehow with yeah. some stupid currency. I mean, obviously, all the car packs. But anyway... Yeah, um, let's that's... talk about um, proper games. Um, you know, like proper games getting new game plus modes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like so, Alan Wake 2 has announced it is getting a new game plus mode next week, which is this week. I've yet to check it out. I've actually uninstalled Alan Wake because it's massive, and <laughs> I've been having to make space for other games to finish up my game of the year list and stuff. Um, so, yeah, we're getting a brand new game... New game plus mode from december 11th so it'll already have it now um and it's called the final draft and it adds a new ending i've yet to see any of this stuff the way alan wait two ends feels totally fine but it also feels like maybe they could add a little bit more and i'm wondering what this new ending is so mm. i'm still down for checking it out so that's a free update adding a new ending unfortunately alan wait two has not been selling too well Somewhat, really? somewhat understandable since it's a digital only game. There's no physical release for it, so that's you've cut out a bit of your market there. Mm. I originally wasn't going to get it because it was digital only. I was like, and I heard all the brilliant things about it, and I totally didn't regret. It. Mm. Other, other brilliant game out this year. It's getting a physical release finally, but um, Baldur's Gate three, no physical release at launch. Yeah, um, yeah. I think also Alan, Alan Wake two did the did the thing of releasing on the Epic Store. It's like, well, yeah, if, you that re- too as well. if you released on Steam or had it at least yeah. on Steam as well, you probably would have had more there. Because I remember looking yeah. for it on Steam, going, "Where is it? Yeah. Why isn't it on Steam?" No, no physical copy, and then no Steam copy probably did some damage. Did some damage there because I don't know. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the Epic Stores because I was like, oh, why? Yeah. Why do Why do you need to have the Epic Store? Why do you need to have a Ubisoft yeah. Store? And also, it's just a generally a tough year for it. games because it's it's economically many countries out in the greatest place yeah, and also there's yeah. so many games out yeah there's so a lot of many games out a lot so, of competition um, yeah totally understandable I guess but <clears throat> what a shame because um, absolutely fabulous um, yeah. game I've heard you also get to get your new game plus so you get, you get all your weapons charms upgrades a lot from earlier earlier playthroughs you get your new difficulty level so if you, oh, wow. if you want to get yeah, even, had, even harder like Alan Wake 1 as well they'll add more of the manuscript pages as well and the higher difficulty so if you, there'll be even more sort of story narrative mm. stuff to unlock mm. which is pretty mm. damn cool don't know if we're going to have a chance to get to that yet. I think I'm going to go back to Alan Wake 2 when the DLC comes out and stuff because um, much like Control, the DLC for that was really good. And I imagine this might be the case. Because one of them's about um, Night Springs, which is the fictional TV show yeah, in the Alan yeah, Wake universe, yeah. which is really cool. Sort of like, um, what's, what's the... Um, Oh, what is it called? Twin Peaks? Not like Twin Peaks. The actual game itself is like Twin Peaks, but what's the <clears throat> Twilight Zone? It's right, very right, Twilight right, Zone right, inspired. Right, right. Um, so I'll be interested to play that for sure. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And um, also looking forward to Yoko Taro not dying and releasing another Nier game. So Yoko Taro <laughs> has said, quote, um, the Nier series will continue as Yoko Taro remains alive. So the producer is- said, yeah. So he, he, Yoko Taro says he will at least make one more game before he dies in the year universe. Hopefully it's not a rubbish mobile game. Hopefully it's a big proper game. But um, good to hear on my front. You know I mean, Nero Thomas has been one of my most favourite games of all time. Yeah, um, absolutely. And they're talking about some projects other than Nero in 2024. So I do expect... Um, more news on that but that's just a little bit of happy news for me at least big I mean, news for you I kind of left that one it's like oh, yeah. I know who yeah. this will feel to absolutely absolutely yeah. but if you're a big near fan like myself um, it's good news it's good news absolutely good news absolutely. Um, any other good news that took your fancy or anything good interesting before we get to the Game Awards stuff. so I mean include, so when we're talking about Alan Wake having more content available to it you know mm. in terms of that new game plus mode and the new difficulty Baldur's Gate 3 is getting a, a new update it's getting a <clears throat> a massive 30 gigabyte update with a new playable epilogue, epilogue to it wow 
So it also gets uh, two play modes as well called honor mode and custom mode, um, which is quite interesting. This game interesting. is massive. It's like 120 hours just for a single playthrough. Then they're adding this new epilogue and then mm. all the different ways you can play. You can play as the origin characters. You can play as a serial killer. You can do... Uh, this game's nutty. Yeah, it's nutty how much it's well, off- offering to you as well. And it's... No wonder it's... We'll talk about it in the... Why it won so many blooming awards. <laughs> but we'll get into that when we get into the news. Um, yeah, that's going to be... Absolutely massive. Um, you played much Baldur's Gate three yet? I haven't played any Baldur's Gate three yet. Is it is it on the sort of list for Christmas? It's or? on the list. Yeah. It's, uh, it's certainly on that list. It's one of those things where I think I'm even though I should get on PC, I'm going to get it on PS five. All oh, right. Because my friend, a friend of mine who's in massive into D and D, has it on PS five. So I kind of you figured split screen. Yeah. Co op. Why not? Online, let, oh, let, yeah. Let's do online co op together. Let's, oh, let's get a campaign going. If if I get if I get this game on PS5, let's just do that. Yeah. Even I'm sure, I'm sure it's probably best on long T's PC because it, apparently it's in it's running in ultra settings on PS5. Cool. So it's, it's running but, equivalently to the. PC I think version. it's not necessarily the fidelity. It's more just how how you interact. Oh with yeah, it. the interacting is going to be a bit different because it's totally fine. I'm playing it on PS5. It's totally fine. You'll get. Well, that's good. Used to, to that's, it. that's good to know because because in my head, just because I played Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate Two on mm. PC and always have done on PC, it just yeah. feels right to be point and clicking and you know you know using your party in different formations yeah. and other sort of things. Uh, you get used to it very quick, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, there's more more stuff available to you there. Um, Annoyingly, I can't see many notes on what exactly what the honor mode and custom mode are, but uh, yeah, you get to do even even more things. You get a resolution for the for PS5, more performance improvements, tweaks, um, stuff like that. Yeah, um, I think um, over Christmas, um, Baldur's Gate three, and I'm going to try and get around to Elden Ring are going to be my games to be playing over Christmas for sure. Mm, um, mm. But yeah, looking forward to going back to that because I finished the first act. I think is it a three act or a five act game, so I'm about third way through it potentially 20 percent way through it yeah absolutely fabulous game and we'll talk about it a bit more later i'm sure um speaking of high fantasy games dragon's dogma 2 got its release date announced and a bit of a um showcase of it what are your feelings on dragon's dogma 2 have you played much of dragon's dogma 1 i've not played any dragon's dogma whatsoever i think i remember i think i remember looking at the trailer but i can't remember my thoughts on it to be fair yeah it's a bit it's a bit for me it was a bit Hard to follow. I feel like it made lots of references, and it did, and it did the, I guess it did the usual JRPG thing of like of like lots of different characters talking and then big cutscenes coming in. I'm like, ah, okay, as someone who's not is not is not into this universe, mm-hmm. I can't can't quite follow it very very easily. But um, yeah, what are your thoughts? on that? I know you're a big fan of yeah, Dragons. Yeah, I like anyway, the first so. Dragon's Dogma. Um, <clears throat> this one's apparently set in an alternate universe sort of timeline thing, so you don't have to have played the first first one at all. Oh right, it's completely like sort of a fresh start. Um, yeah, it looks like they're mm. they're returning a lot of the I mean similar systems and monsters and mechanics, but they're adding on top of that like they've got these new like cat people. They've got all these new combat stances and new combat modes, which some of them look really fast and energetic and pretty ridiculous. Um, and then they've got this like colossal titan that looks like sort of a Clash of the Titans thing that was walking across the environment and you have to intercept mm, it. Mm, mm. So it looks like it's going to be really cool. And it's been announced as March 22nd, 2024. So the end of financial year. Um, January, February, March are looking to be absolutely immense months for games. So mm-hmm. um, if you've got any money left over at Christmas, maybe save it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a little bit intense. But yeah, um, I'm certainly looking forward to this. And I mean, the first one's fabulous. And Capcom have... Outside of Exoprimal, I've not really... I wouldn't say even Exoprimal is a bad game, but I've not made a tremendously disappointing game in a while. So I expect this to be 
anything from good to outstanding. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, here's some other news that I've, I've sort of put my on as well. Um, obviously, the big the big release from this this month in terms of trailer, we had a Grand Theft Auto Six yeah. trailer, which I mean, I'll be happy to discuss. Uh, yeah, out, yeah, sure. Came out on December fifth. Um, so yeah, the environment. So we're back in Vice City. Is the yeah. first thing I picked up from this game, and the expanded area as well. I think so a bit more mm. sort of like Florida influence, which we can talk about the Florida influence for that in a second. <laughs> but yeah, go on, keep going. Yeah, and you got from the looks of things two playable characters, um, male, male, male and female uh, characters. But I'm getting very much a sort of crime duo sort of Bonnie thing. Clyde, yeah, something. yeah, absolutely. Sort of sort of influence from that. Um, all I can say apart from that from the trailer, all I really got from it was environments look nice. Like like yeah. like it's very much the Vice City we remember, but just like really touched up. The, the water effects look lovely, yeah. as do the the the, env- the environmental structures and stuff like that. Lighting looks pretty sweet. Uh, character models look a bit a bit well rock star to be fair, which yeah. is always, always a bit always a bit strange. People but saying like there's all different body types. You got some big fat people and very skinny people. You got skinny naked people. You got you got all these different. And yeah, I think the thing I was got away from it is like the influence Florida influence. You see alligators running into supermarkets. Yeah, yeah. People clearly off their heads on something and people twerking on tops of cars and, yeah no I saw that um, too and, and then it's all good through like a TikTok fake TikTok sort of lens thing going on it's like I, I reckon they're going to parody modern culture pretty damn well on this yeah thing. yeah it, 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 it is sad to see like oh boy yes yes the era of twerking has come to come to GTA because obviously last time was yeah. Grand Theft Auto 5 I think it was like that might be 2013 might be slightly pre Pre twerking, that's first, that's that's pre twerking universe. Oh, yeah, there's, the pre twerking society, and here, yeah. here it comes. There's, there's oh, pre twerking and post twerking societies. Yeah, dear, dear. What's so what, Everyone what? thinks it was Harambe that started the downfall, so I, no, it was twerking. Twerking was clearly the downfall. Just, it just, it's just, it's just, I don't know, sign of a time. So, I mean, I think it's overdue for a, a nice little because yeah. what GTA always does, in my opinion, is always, it always does a mock of uh, yeah. a parody of society at the time. So, no, and I'm, that sort of like Miami, sort of like Florida man, sort of yeah, so, yeah, sort of what's been going on in Florida for the last few years is definitely something that's. I, it almost feels very hard to parody because of how extreme it is in just in general. That sort of what's going on. And uh, like, did you see in the background there was um, a sort of like uh, advertisement for um, antidepressants? It was like cures all emotions, and <laughs> they're really gonna go all out there. And it seems um, quite annoying. Yeah, I'm interested to see what uh, I'll say a modern rock star does because I mean modern rock star's been that's I mean the GTA Five was a modern rock star, but sort of like what they can do and what they can how how far are they willing to push it this time? You know what I mean? Are yeah, they, are they going to push it not as much, or are they going to really even go even further with their I, I critique just, and commentary? Yeah, I mean, just what what you want to what do you want from this uh, Grand Theft Auto game in particular? Are you looking for just yeah it's that social commentary and that's yeah. all that's all make tape, or are you wanting a bit of the in my opinion, Red Dead Redemption Two sort of story-like aspects pulled into this sort of into this sort of universe. I think they're going to do both because they have the money and budget to do both. But I want them to, that critique. I want them to really push that ball really out hard and that. just like you know enjoying what happened with Trump, what's happened with Biden, that sort of stuff. just really go, just just push it to eleven because Florida's. I think it's really hard to parody because it is. It seems like that much of an insane place. <laughs> um, again, gators going through shopping mar- shopping malls, that sort of. Stuff. I'm just wondering. Where's I don't think Rockstar has a line, right? But will will they come close to that line, and will it annoy certain people? Will they go like, "Well, this is too much. You can't be doing this." Yeah, 
I, I want to know what's what what is what's Rockstar gonna do. Yeah, what's um, in, what's sorry, what's insane about gays going through shopping malls? That gators. Was, oh, gators. Gators. Sorry, go, yeah. sorry, I, I misheard yeah, you. I was like, so that's why my face was like, it's like, wait, yeah, gators. Sorry, wait, wait, what? There's yeah. a yeah. gators going through shopping malls and like just like there's a big whole meth <laughs> epidemic happening in 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 that state and so so I'm wondering what's what what sort of people are doing to the table on this yeah, one. How far is I don't know the push because they, they always get feet kicked yeah. back from I mean like religious groups or far left groups and stuff are going no oh, no it's too offensive this is too much oh it's too much push fabric site but it never affects their sales oh it's yeah, the biggest no. game outside the biggest Minecraft game. it's the biggest game ever ever uh, yeah yeah very and, and the, what was it the I think the um, trailer was the fastest biggest trailer in twenty four hours like ninety million views in twenty four hours or whatever which is Absolutely nuts. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm wondering what's what are they going to do? Uh, I don't. I don't think Rockstar play it safe. They don't need to. They've got the money. They, they've got the passion. They've got the talent. They can do whatever they want. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with whatever they want money because this rumors are going around. This this game's costing anywhere from one billion to two billion dollars. I mean, they've made make. lots of money from GTA GTA Five yeah. Online for these past years. So yeah, they've got a resource. I'm not sure what I want from this. I'm not too sure if I'm... I don't know if I'm... I guess I'm wanting more of a story from it, but more so not... I'm not that fussed. I, I wasn't that big on GJ5 right, yeah. either. I don't know. I feel I feel like my, my favourite Rockstar game so far is probably along the lines of... It is generally just probably the, probably the Red Dead Red games, Dead, yeah, to yeah. be honest. I like the first Red Dead laugh. I think the second Red Dead... Really, really good, but mm. just it got a little tedious and a little bit up its own bottom in terms of like, oh yes, you have to open every single drawer to to, to loot like, things. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's great. Like, oh, someone worked really hard on that animation. On I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, on the realism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or the horse, the horse parts shrink. Okay, in, in right. The cold, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, cool. I'm sure that's really good. But do we need that? Yeah, do we need right. that in, in the game? Yeah, it's in necessary details, but the the over the sort of. I guess over detailing of the, the environments that were part of them, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure because I'm not too sure if I get much more from this trailer apart from oh, cool, it's in Vice City, these yeah. characters, this sort of sort of crime, crime, crime duo as such. Uh, taking the make out of some some bits here and there of society, but I don't really get much more from it. So I'm not. I, I'm keeping my hype in check for this one because I don't want to get because I don't know. Yeah. We keep, I think hype's going to get hi, quite hi, ridiculous. Hype does game. get a bit silly. Like we we need to learn our lessons from games such as Fallout 76, such as Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. It's a, a big one for me as well. So I kind of want to just, just they, they were big games that did have issues and looked great on paper. Looked great on paper. Everyone was looking forward to it, and then release and it's like, oh dear, what's this? So so I, I don't imagine Rexile will make the mistakes, but there's first time for everything, isn't there? I guess. So. Yeah, absolutely. I've really always said about. I swear we said this about CG Project Red as well. So yeah, we did. I'm, I think we did. So I'm keeping it in check, but it's 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 a big talking point for a lot of the gaming community. Um, so it'll be yeah, really cool. Um, apart from that, is there anything else I want to talk about? I mean, Beyond Good and Evil 25th Anniversary Edition has been confirmed. Ubisoft mistakenly released it early in like a in like in like a little leak. So now they're gone. Whoops. Okay. Well, here we go. We've got the Anniversary Edition coming early 2024. Uh, no idea when the that that remake is meant to come out, come out, but uh, but yeah, yeah. And where's where's Beyond Good and Evil Two? That's also the question as well, because yeah. that's just MIA completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been in development. That's been in development apparently longer than Duke Nukem Forever. Now it's officially it's the longest a, game yeah, ever. Now been, been in development. So that's it. And I know it's definitely 
become several different games and it's evolved. It was a live service game at one point. Don't know if it's like that anymore. I imagine it is. Um, but yeah. And find a little bit of news I want to talk about before we get into this sort of game world stuff, which we'll have a little bit of musical break as well. Um, um, Xbox executive says Microsoft wants to bring Game Pass and PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. I've been saying this for a long time, and it's great to have this sort of verification now from the people in the inside that, yes, that's what they want to do. Of course that's what they want to do. Imagine how much money they would make mm. if they could get Game Pass on all these other subscription services as well. Yeah, yeah. I imagine Nintendo and PlayStation don't want to because they want to. They can be like, we can have our own subscription service and we can make money that way directly. But yeah, of course, that's what they want to get on every single screen. It wants to be on every single smart TV, every single I mean, laptop, computer. That's the aim of the game. I think Microsoft are very, very, very slowly. They're starting to get out of the actual hardware market of the Xbox console. I expect in 10 years' time, we might not even have an Xbox console anymore. Maybe this is the reaction to poor sales in the Xbox One era from the, from yeah. the last generation. I mean, I don't think I don't think Xbox Series X or S have been bad consoles. No, they're, they're good, fabulous consoles. I love my mm. Series S. Um, mm. Mm. And, but I think they're still selling two-to-one from the PlayStation 5, which yeah. is what it was for the series, for the Xbox Ones as well. So, think, so mm. they're still in a similar sort of position. They're probably thinking, we need to evolve or change otherwise we will have to shut this all down at some point because they're spending lots and lots and lots of money yeah yeah so it's um yeah it's a it's an interesting tactic and i think it's quite it's quite it's quite it kind of makes sense to me that yeah. that, that tactic to, to to come back and where they might be going in that sort of direction definitely makes sense to me um but yeah yeah that that makes sense and it's quite 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 big interesting bit of news there yeah yeah um again i, I think it'll be very slow and It'll it'll happen. It'll, it'll take time. It'll yeah. It's gonna take again. It might be ten years. It could happen tomorrow. You know what I mean? There could be a deal that's made with Nintendo or, or Sony, and like, yep, of course we're gonna put Game Pass on, but it'll be this specific version. You yeah. won't get this. Oh, you'll get your Xbox exclusives that way on PlayStation or something like that as an example. Yeah, so absolutely. Will happen. Or it might be a streaming only version, a little bit like Netflix or something like. That. But I think this is all inevitable. Because look at how much money Microsoft are paying. You know what I mean? They're paying. Yeah, yeah. Was it almost seventy billion for Activision? Mm. You don't pay seventy billion and go highest selling console at the moment. Plus, no, we don't want our games on there. We don't want to make any of that money over there. Mm. That sort of stuff. You have to. Some bean counter's got to come along and go. We can't just keep selling on Xbox stuff and yeah, <laughs> make money. Yeah, Someone's yeah. going to come along and go. Because Microsoft has Microsoft money, but that's not. I mean, that's not. That's part of the Microsoft brand, not just the Xbox division. Yeah. So there's yeah. got to be a point where that Xbox division's seen loss after loss after loss, and be like, we got to do something. Because what is it? Seventy billion will make what? One hundred and fifty Call of Duties, maybe. <laughs> you know, they're not going to make one hundred and fifty Call of Duties money back in time. I don't think. No, no, not unless they do it over 150 years. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or less. That pays off over 150 years, but not 10, <laughs> 20 years' time. You know what I mean? That sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I found that quite nutty that, yeah, it was um, Tim Stewart um, who told Fargo as well at the uh, summit um, that, yeah, they want to be on every single device from Sony and Plus, and they need to think about that sort of leverage differently. But again, I imagine the people that are holding up are probably Nintendo and Sony because they're like, why would you guys come to us when we can just do it ourselves in a way? Which they kind of have with the PS Plus stuff and I guess the Nintendo digital stuff. But yeah, interesting stuff. Any final bits of news or should we have a little bit of a musical break and we can crack on with um, with um, what's been what's been going on with Game Awards? I think, I think we'll go for, let's go for a musical break and we'll crack on with Game Awards, like the, the full announcement list of 
of who, of who, of who won what yeah. and uh, what 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 well, and what what's coming out alongside uh, our, our highlights for what we're most looking forward to coming out. Yeah, right. So the bit of music we're gonna have now, I think we played it during a bit last show, um, but I didn't finish on it, so I didn't have the context of how amazing this song is. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna play the first couple of acts of the Herald of Darkness, which is the um, the song from the. Alan Wake the musical that's part of the Alan Wake 2 game don't spoil too much for you so we'll play the first couple of acts of it have a listen don't think about it too deeply but <laughs> definitely go play the game and we'll talk a little bit about Alan Wake for sure during the Game Awards stuff so yeah. um, this, they did this um, couple of acts of this live as well which was pretty cool so let's have a listen to Held of Darkness by the Old Gods of Asgard and the award show did go to Alan Wake um, along with Baldur's Gate 3 mm-hmm. um, but yeah that was Held uh, of Darkness by the Old Gods of Asgard which uh, Actually, the poets of the fallen, but they're called the old gods of Asgard in the game. That's their fictional um, mm. thing. But the actual mm. band is called the poets of the fallen. If you're interested in any of their music, and that's part of um, part of the Alan Wake two sort of musical that happens in the game, which they did a little bit of a live performance of during the Game Awards. They sure did. For long, so um, lots of dance choreography there as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're in that sort of Game Awards section now because that was a fun night. How do you feel about the Game Awards in general this year? How do you feel it went? So. It, it, I feel like we've been talking about this for like a few, a couple of years now. Every every year when I watch the Game Awards, I always leave a bit disappointed that I feel like the shift of the Game Award is not really on the Game Awards. The Game Awards are there, yeah, but the kind of just like announcements, just so. sort of like, and they just sort of get reeled off in yeah. in, in, a se- in a sense of most of the announcements are just Jeff Keighley going, everyone goes to this person, congratulations, and everyone for this goes to this person, congratulations. Yeah. But now, what I really want to talk about is. I've got my friend Hideo Kojima coming yeah, in, yeah, and yeah, Jonathan uh, Peel, yeah. or, or yeah, or someone else will come on stage and ramble. But then, when it comes to the devs who actually get to you know come yeah. on, come on stage and have a talk, they get like thirty seconds before. Well, they literally had thirty seconds this time because they had a little timer countdown. And the music started fading up. Didn't up. They? I remember hearing that all the time. It's like wow, they are really pushing that hard in terms. I of think just because what happened, obviously, last year. I guess it is an Egypt reaction to Christopher Judge, absolutely, but a bit too far. But a bit again, they've gone a bit, yeah, a bit, a bit overkill on that one. I appreciate it needs to be there, and I and uh, but there's just there's times where it's just like, yeah, we don't just they kind of reeled through it really quickly. So I feel like the devs didn't have had time to really find yeah. who they wanted to, and then kind of you know move move on quickly. And again, this will reeled off because I feel like the the shift again is just. This is basically e- this is the new E3 or or, or something well, like that. E3 is now dead, so you so know. it now makes even more sense um, that it goes that way. So I feel like the emphasis is on new releases and announcements, which is, which is great. I like that. Everyone yeah. loves that. It's just I kind of wish. But the award show should be almost be a separate thing now, like a mm. sort of. I don't say even more provenance or cadence, but it, should, it feels like it should be treated a little bit higher up here rather than all these announcements down here. Yeah, sort of it, thing. I feel like the 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 the, the um. The priorities are wrong, mm. and I've always felt that the project has been wrong for the last couple of years. But it's interesting how that's now coming more commonplace in the in the in the talks about it because considering there's also that image this year of the please wrap it up sign, yeah. which would then start flashing and then music will start fading in at the same time to get people yeah. off the stage uh, to make way for other things. And if you if I guess if you give them both enough space to breathe, then the hour the show is like five six hours long, is it? And it's like. Oh, that's a whole. That is true, but I feel like they could cut down on. To be honest with you, they could just cut down on some of the reveals. To be fair, mm. like there's a couple of reveals that don't need to be there. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of Fortnite adverts in this one. And there was a lot of yeah. and there was a lot of. There's a, and Hideo Kojima was given way too. In my opinion, he was getting, yeah, tons of time. So yeah. much time, and he always gets that. He always gets that, that time every year. And yeah. who else? Yeah, also, also the the guy from who did the. 
the TV show uh, this year from a classic PS1 game. Oh, yeah, the Twisted Metal guy. What's Thank his you. name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, I mean, it was funny. Yeah. He was a good, good actor and all, but oh, yeah. he, was, he, he, was given, he was given loads yeah. more time over, over even the devs. So it's just like, just seems... Just a shame. I quite like that to be a, a kind of flip in terms of in terms of yeah. the game, the big game awards. I want to actually have the you know the you know the actual guys who worked on it come up and get their awards, say thank you and like, yeah. express express their emotions about that, and then off stage. I mean, I'm not giving them like loads of time, maybe like a couple of minutes, but like, but but yeah, it'd be great to have more of that rather than just right get off. We need to talk about. New trailer, bam! Yeah. What 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 releases? Bam! It's, here you go. Have this. It's, it's trying to be everything for everyone, isn't it? And it, you can't win. I think what he's done in general, I yeah. think he's, he's, he's done fabulously. And it's, I mean, it's growing and growing each year, so he's clearly doing something right. Of course, but um, yeah, it's it's can't appeal to everyone. So you know, if we wanted a more sort of more renowned sort of like award show, a little bit like the Oscars, it'd have to be its own separate thing at this point. And yeah, and then you, you get this announcement show that's like Summer Games Fest or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's... And then sort of in some ways, why not? Because then, yeah. then you got you then you got the people who just want the award, uh, the announcements can go and look at that. And then the people who want to... The awards can actually, yes. Who, who, want, who want the devs to have their moment to shine is, yeah, is, yeah the other crowd. But anyway... Um, I guess we're going to do exactly what I told off Jeff Killey for do, and I'm going to go ahead and go through the game awards <laughs> and say who won, who was nominated, and who won the category, yeah. and how we feel about that. So, Baldur's Gate Three absolutely swept, absolutely dominated this year. Yeah, and I think best RPG, and so we'll talk about it. But yeah, yeah, I mean they got best role playing game because of course they were going to get that. Why wouldn't they? Uh, what what Starfield? Star <laughs> oh, did you see the video of um, Todd Howard? No. Oh, uh, there's a okay. there's a meme video out of like Todd Howard sitting down. He was he's at the Game Awards. Yeah. And like every time, like it cuts the can, can you see him on camera and he cuts to him when the Baldur gets wins this thing and like when he goes best RPG, you see him and his face goes, and <laughs> 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 like plays really sad music over it. Um, but yeah, uh, poor Todd Howard. But yeah, I'm poor not, guy. But <laughs> I mean, I'm not happy. I don't think anyone anyone was disappointed or or no. even confused that they won. They've had a massive impact this year in terms of in terms of it's not on the critics, but also gamers. Yeah, and high quality single player game. You know, I mean, hundred hours long, and it's you know, I mean, it's really creative. It's got lots of various different elements that it brings well together. Yeah, and it really lets the you be creative and you know, I mean, explore all the actual um, the, I mean, choices actually kind of matter as well. Mm. And you know, it's 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 a good example of like what games can really be what can if you really it's the time and efforts put in yeah what can be really created you know what I mean yeah so. yeah no, they worked hard on that for years and years and years I think dare I say seven years or longer five plus at least I think yeah because it was in early access for about a year and a half too wasn't it and yeah probably feed plus year development that yeah and then, you, and then here it is in the final release yeah yeah so no surprise there, but Volgate 3 also won Game of the Year award the other nominees were of course Alan Wake 2 Miles Spider-Man 2 RE4 remake, uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legends of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, were you upset that it won Game of the Year, or are you pretty, pretty, pretty satisfied so, with the fact that it won that? Because I know, were you, in your opinion, was your pick Alan Wake Two for Game of the Year? I, I, right now, I've not fully decided yet. Um, I'm, I sort of got a three-way tie at the moment. I think it's Baldur's Gate Three, Alan Wake Two, or Armored Core Six for myself at the moment. Personally, right now in my head, someone might come along that I've not played yet and be like, "Oh, I forgot to play that in June." Or this turns out now my favorite game of the year. Um, but yeah, I was not surprised. Totally, Baldur's Gate Three because I mean, more people played that than Alan Wake Two. As we found out in sales, like the sales of Alan Wake Two have been terrible. Um, 
Alan Wake 2 was my sort of dark horse just because it's a bit more recent, so recency bias, and, it, yeah. and the critics vote matters more in, for these actual votes. Than yeah, of course. The user vote, I think the user vote's only counted 10% or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's not surprising at all that um, it did it did win. And it totally deserves it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, it's not like, if, if Spider-Man 2 would have won, I'd been like, I would I I've also yeah. been like, hang on a minute. Yeah. It was perfectly fine, but I'm not going to... Yeah, it's yeah. not. It got nominated for seven different awards, that Spider-Man 2. didn't win, win one of them, which is not surprising. Again, I thought it was almost mediocre. Oh, wow. Almost that's that's quite I was, I was I was not so impressed about it. I felt like, especially in comparison to the first one, it feels almost like a step down in a lot of ways. Oh. Um, but we can talk about that when we talk about a Game of the Year awards. Yeah, of course. Stuff, I mean, um, next month. Yeah, where, yeah. Depending where it ranks, it might even rank, rank top 10 for me. But we'll talk about that next month or month afterwards. So, yeah, not surprising. Um, you pick uh, Baldur's Gate 3? Uh, I, I was like, yeah, it's got to be Baldur's Gate 3. I, I'd love for it to be Resident Evil 4 remake, but I thought, no, no, not a chance. I feel, I feel like I feel like they've done a very good job. They've done a really good job. All these other games have done a very good job, but I think one that really pushed it, that extra mile, yeah. was definitely Baldur's Gate 3. So there's yeah. no, I'm not I'm not upset. And I think that's, that's it's, I think they've done yeah. very well for It'd be interesting to hear your take after playing Baldur's Gate 3 and all the way to as well. It'd be yeah. interesting to hear what you have to say. But like, ooh, but we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in the coming months. Right, let's mm. move on. <laughs> we'll move on because I'm going I'm to move on to to three different wars that Alan Wake 2 absolutely smashed yeah. so we have Game Direction which is not surprising smashed at all. it, and I think that's fair to say given how I'm going to call it kind of trippy and kind of wild in terms of how how how, how, it, how, it, how it goes through that's, that's the word for it it's it's so, unexpected someone and said to me the other day it was um, is um, Sam Lake becoming a new Hideo Kojima and I was like it's quite. An, it's getting that sort of auteur label, so kind mm. of yeah. Mm. You know, he was he was on stage dancing during the game awards. You know, <laughs> I mean, where else he could have seen a director of a game who plays four different versions of, of characters in his own game, written by the character who he writ, wrote. It's yeah, it, trippy is a word for it. Let's just say trippy, very inventive, and just like has a very a, a nice twist on it. Whereas you know, all these other games are also good in how and how they. What would the other na- uh, uh, nominees for that? So, Baldur's Gate Three has definitely has creative vision and definitely innovation in terms of game direction yeah. and and design, but not to the extent of Alan Wake Two. Yeah, the game I, direction I is bold is a D and D for. Yes. Um, yes. So is, and, and it and it and it, it replicates is that perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It brings a feel bit to life. Absolutely. But um. But yeah. Alan Wake 2 does something different. You have Marvel's Batman 2. You have Super Mario Bros. Wonder and the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom as well. Yeah. Has to be fair to it. Has it does have it does have some cool stuff in its design yeah. in terms of what you can do in that game. It's it's amazing. Really cool direction. People. But it is copying off what it did before in a lot. It's of ways. expanding on what yeah. it did before. Yeah. I think so. It's doing what it did before, but then building on yeah. that. Whereas I feel like again, Alan Wake 2 is complete, is, almost completely. Unique unique direction other than it just being survival horror but how, yeah. how it invents survival horror reinvents it mm, mm. is absolutely wonderful which I'm sure we'll talk about during our game of the year discussions and likewise it won best narrative and best art direction as well not surprising best narrative very easily best art direction yeah definitely if you're into sort of that midwest american sort of small town sort of twin pixie vibe great but then it also does something else as well mm. which i won't say too much on it does right. sort of hard-boiled noir maybe well yeah play it and you'll find out um so that is also not very surprising at all what was else was nominated for best art direction just out of interest so best art direction was also split across so you had hi-fi rush 
a yeah, fair enough. L- yeah. Lies of Lies of P, which is sort of like Bloodborne inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Super Mario Bros. Wonder, which has got this sort of like almost like not paper cutouts sort of thing going on, but two D sort of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Got cool yeah. art direction. Yeah, for sure. And then Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom again. Got yeah. got art art direction again. No wonder, really, it sort of scooped yeah. up this year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Out of all them, that is very clearly the best winner for Art Direction. Yeah, for sure. I was intrigued about best score music. To be fair, Not, right? Because I wasn't really exposed to it. So Final Fantasy sixteen won this one. Yeah, um, I'd say so. There's, um, you've got the main theme, which is the orchestrated version of that is absolutely fabulous. They also have one of the probably I should I might get a chance I might play it during the show one of the best pieces of music so when you get out of the sort of like the second biggest city in the game you go across this field and you can see this sort of the big capital city and they have this really amazing ominous piece of music that almost feels like it doesn't fit but you get it in your head and you're like oh my god I feel the threat of this sort of environment what's going on and it's absolutely fabulous so best music I totally understand Final Fantasy 16 winning that for sure hmm Hmm. So I sort of th- but yeah, good. I'm going to find that piece of music now while you keep talking, so don't worry. No worries. I will keep going down. So we're going to fly through a few Bs. Uh, best audio design. That was also an interesting one for me uh, because you had Alan Wake 2, Dead Space Remake, which yeah. was also very good for its yeah, audio design. Yeah. Resident Evil 4 Remake, again, probably, probably really solid performance. Marvel Spider-Man 2, not sure why it was there. And then you had Hi-Fi Rush, which uh, took that one, which took, took the victory. As a game I didn't really play. And yeah, I really... It's, it's a rhythm music combat game. I guess... <clears throat> Audio design because it has to have somewhat good audio design because you you have to mash the buttons in time with the music and the effects and stuff. So it has to somewhat be there, but I don't feel like it was. <coughs> I, I would give that to Dead Space myself personally, just because just how the crunchiness of and the sort of like the evolution of the what not Xenomorphs, what they're called. Uh, hang on, not Necromorphs. and just like that sort of that sort of squishiness, that sound, and how stuff like the energy laser guns and yeah. Blaster, it all feels really, I don't want to say grungy, but yeah, intense. And, and like when you get knocked out of space and just how it bring out all a lot of the levels other than the sort of low end stuff. Really, really good. Um, I, I think that should have won. I would like to expand on that actually because I feel like not only yeah. do the sound effects do it just do it well, because it's also present in the original game that whole uh, when you're in the vacuum, you've, got, you've only got the low end stuff and your heartbeat sensor going off and, you, and your oxygen tanks are making some noise. But I'd also like to argue that um, that. I think the the ambient noises were done really well. I kept you on edge. You'd hear people screaming in the distance. You'd hear monsters moving about. You'd hear vents stop shaking around. So, uh, all this sort of stuff that always makes you feel like, is there someone around, someone nearby? And those monsters would sneak up on you and make all sorts of noises. And like audio cues, that would be really cool to hear. So I, I felt like that would be the winner, but Hyper Bush seemed to have seemed to snagged it. Yeah, um, I... Yeah, that that's one I'd probably one of these awards I'd probably disagree with to some degree. Again, probably Dead Space myself. But hey, you know, it's not a bad choice per se, but not necessarily my favourite choice. Okay. And I'm gonna keep on rolling through a bunch of these other ones. So guest best performance. Uh mm. so awarded for their voiceover acting, basically and motion capture. So you had your Final Fantasy sixteen, your Star Wars Jelly Survivor, yeah. Phantom Liberty with Idris Elba. Um, Alan Wake 2 from Melanie so the one the, the actors who played the FBI uh, FBI character you had Marvel Spider-Man 2 the actor and voice actor of Spider-Man and uh, at least uh, Peter Parker's Spider-Man and then you had uh, Neil New- Newborn from Borders Gate 3 who eventually took the win yeah. for that one yeah, um, not a bad choice per se. You know what I mean? It um, was Starians. Of, people seem to really like that character. Um, 
sometimes for weird, interesting reasons, vampire guy and you can imagine some people why they like that um mm. um yeah not who didn't get award was um the character he's, he's actually a leeds um a leeds um actor but he did the voice of sid yeah Final Fantasy 16 i can't remember his name off the top of my head but i think he should have been award, at least nominated for that and it wasn't the guy who played clive got awarded yeah, um, yeah. got nominated so i would have liked to see that person as well also nominated because the guy who played sid was absolutely fabulous um, in that, he, you know, I mean, maybe maybe I'm a bit biased because he's, he's leads based. He's got a voice like mine. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Maybe. I mean, definitely um, not like mine. But, no. but yeah. So yeah. maybe that's a little bit of bias there. But I do like to see him get a, at least a nomination, if not win the award. But hey, you know, nothing can be perfect. So yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm going to move straight on to games for impact is the next the next next section. So a thought provoking game with pro social meaning or message. Uh, I was very happy to see that Goodbye Volcano High did not win this oh, one, right. despite despite being not despite being a nomination. It's like, oh please no! This should just, just be renamed to some degree to like the most pretentious hipster game. Um, I, I don't know how well these impacts these games actually have. I reckon Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaigns could have more impact on people than some of these games. Not gonna lie. As someone else that played most of them, I can't really comment on that. But I just I look at Goodbye Volcano High and it looks like the standard like high school teen angsty game, which I just I, it's the complete polar opposite of what I look for in the game. But uh, regardless, uh, the winner of this was Cheer. So T H T H T C H I A. How do you pronounce that? I think it's Cheer. Cheer. About 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 the T. Um, so that won that one, which is which is good. I was very pleased to see. To be honest, I've heard I've heard some good things heard about that things about yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, yeah, great. Um, best ongoing game. This was a, another interesting one. I thought Fortnite would just snag this again because of all yeah. the work they've done. But I guess all that sort of Lego stuff and whatnot is really recent, so maybe so too recent for perhaps too recent to be included. But uh, so the winner of this one was Cyberpunk twenty twenty seventy seven. Who got who got who got this award? Which- shouldn't be an ongoing game but. for me I thought that was very controversial because I thought yeah. well do you mean as in they fixed their game yeah it's ongoing because they fixed it they, they yeah. fixed it years and years later they've now got the final version of the game right that's it we're done we've done everything we need to do it's like well, yeah it's taken you three it's taken, years it's taken you three four extra years to actually make it to the game you you, you, you we know we were promised it would be yeah. um, but that's alongside games like Apex Legends Final Fantasy XIV Genshin Impact and Fortnite so yeah, it's, I, it's, one, sure. it's the newer one on the block. So maybe yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I agree fully, no, but no. but okay, okay, fine, fine. Best indie game. I played none of these, but I am happy. Sea to, of Stars. But, but sea of Stars has won the victory there alongside. Do you feel like actually Viewfinder? I want to play that game. It's on my Steam. Yeah. It's on my Steam list because it's a very. I, I I like the mechanics. I like the way yeah. that you can't get across without you have to take a picture of it. And then move the picture to a certain angle, or another picture in the environment to then make it line up and yeah, cross yeah. and solve all the puzzles. So that sounded very cool. Uh, you also had Dredge, David Diver, and Cocoon that also got uh, listed as best indie games there, or at least nominations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Sea of Stars won that one. The debut indie game that won was Cocoon, alongside other other nominations from Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venber, and Viewfinder again got nominated for best debut indie game. I like that sort of thing, like the idea, like. Give give giving new um, devs and sort of smaller devs a sort of um, opportunity with best indie game and then also best new indie game. Yeah, that idea yeah. of like, hey, that'll be even less experienced people. Yeah, and I think that's a really good opportunity. To give, yeah, that to give that people, promotion yeah. to, to yeah. devs who, who may not have that promotion elsewhere necessarily, and yeah. it's not on their budget. Um, no, 
moving on to best mobile game, we had Honkai Star Rail won, win, win that one, alongside nominations from Final Fantasy VII, Ever Crisis, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, uh, Monster Hunter Now, and Terra Nil. That sounds like a list of very high quality mobile games. I'm sure. Listen, I'd love to go on a. I'd love to go on a Hello Kitty Island adventure. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know. What, I don't know what we're talking about. I love cats. It's why, like the why, mobile why? market is empty and vapid. But let, let, let's move on. <laughs> move on. Best community support. So which one? So which one? Do you, can you remember which one won this one? <sighs> Best community support. Was it Counter Strike or something? I don't know. I'm afraid not. So the nominations were No Man's Sky, Final Fantasy 16, right. Destiny 2, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, and Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3 was it? Best community sort. Absolutely. Swept the floor of that. And yeah, I think it's because they, they listened to a lot of feedback during the man. early access stuff. and Yeah, they, they made that into yeah, a truly, yeah. truly epic game. So they obviously got that one. Right, what do you think won best VR AR game? Interesting list thing about this list is almost all these games are on the PSVR two, I think, or slash PSVR two yep. exclusives. Yep, they which is were. yeah. I mean, sad in a little way because it means like, hey, Sony's the only real competitor in that scene. You know what I mean? Even though we have the Quest and the Quest, Quest have recently just released a really good game. Apparently, it got it got shown off at the Game Awards. That sort of like first person RPG Aztec game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's been getting lots of rave reviews, but and apparently is somewhat of a killer app for it, but. It's kind of sad that it's only like PlayStation VR games in this list. It makes me mm. a little sad. Although I would say over the last couple of years we've had things like um oh we had the Half-Life Half-Life Alex, I think. Yeah, what, oh what, yeah, okay. got, the, got the VR, got the But VR. at least in this year I'm meaning, yeah. Mm, mm. So this year, yeah, heavy one. And I and I I was a bit I was surprised, but I wasn't necessarily upset. So the winner of this one was Resident Evil Village yeah. VR won won the title. But I was also kind of thinking Oh, but Grand Turismo Seven is strong. That's a very strong yeah, yeah, entry yeah. into as, as far as like like a sim racer with with the VR headset, and it looks really good. So I was I was interested why that Michael, didn't get Search your heart, but... and you know why this one best VR game. You you know why. I don't know what you're talking about. You uh, know exactly why. I, I don't. I don't. I I I I don't know what we're talking about. That I mean, first quarter of that game. This, listen, the internet may know what it wanted from that VR from that VR game, but I just I just think you know. You much prefer cars. We get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I maintain that Resident Evil Village is more than just that first quarter of the game. Yes, it is. The, the second the second part is, second quarter is really good with the sort of like, the very, you know, when you get all your weapons taken away inside that haunted house. That's best, real best part of the game in my opinion. Yeah, I, I saw you live stream that and it was absolutely fabulous. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely fabulous. And then the third act, I guess, is more intense sort of shooter and stuff. But um, yeah, it's definitely, I think there was influence by Certain characters, certain, being certain, certain characters being in the game. Oh dear, dear, internet. Anyway, moving on to uh, innovation and accessibility. Uh, this is a game. These are games that have done really good for, like, in terms of as it says, accessibility, making making games even easier to access by a wider range of people. Whether yeah. you have certain disabilities, such as you're blind or you're deaf, or you have problems with with your vision motor skills, or, or, or motor yeah. skills, things like that. That's a hard one with games, obviously, because motor skills is. Almost a keen part and part of it, so trying yeah. to open it up for people is really useful. Or in this case, vision. Mm. So, so the winner of this one was actually Forza Motorsport. Yeah, can you talk a little bit about this because I I don't have much knowledge. Um, I, I was I was a bit confused at first. I thought, what's this? And it's like, oh, it won it because of a so-called blind mode. And I and I and I heard around the internet, it's like, oh, it's basically where your car will just drive itself on the track. And I thought. 
Well, they're not. That sounds lame. Yeah, when yeah. I actually looked up a bit further. I thought, surely not. Surely not. So I looked up my Xbox video on this, a Microsoft video on this blind mode. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, there's a lot of self-congratulatory oh, right, yeah. for like a good five minutes of a seven-minute chunk. But what I got from the two-minute chunk actually talks about the mechanic itself. What it is, is as you're driving along, because it imagines you're either heavily vision impaired or you're completely blind. Um, what it does is it gives you lots of sound cues as you're driving. So, for example, it will tell you and make noises and the, and the control will rumble. If you're, if you're off track, you'll be told off track left. And then, yeah. you can, then you can move to the right. We'll be realized that you can hear, feel the feel the you know, the bounce of the rubber bumpers as you're coming back on. And then you know, obviously, it'll say hard right, like like kind of like rally stars, yeah. so like hard right, hard right four, Pretty, hard right yeah. five, to sort of to get your judging distance, and also say brake zone, brake zone red or brake zone yellow, whatever to right. then indicate what that you know how much you need to apply the brakes, how much to turn in, and various things like that, which. Um, which is very, it's just very cool. I think it's a very cool way for, because yeah. I always, I remember saying to a, a friend of mine, um, not necessarily that, if so if I was blind, if I was suddenly blind, I, I think I would probably just resign myself to being like, video games, yeah. video games are now a lost, a lost medium to me. But it's really cool to see that it's kind of an option for folk. Yeah. And I think that's probably why. It, games is got, the hardest the one to implement. You films, you can do audio description with books, you can do braille. Games are, you have to do it very bespokely to some degree because each mm, game is mm. quite unique. Mm. So it's it's good that they're able to do that. But I imagine some games, like especially competitive multiplayer games, it becomes almost impossible to some degree I think without I th- affecting the game massively. I think if it was to be competitive, I feel like it needs to be competitive, but then locked off to if yeah. you if you if you. But then I guess that could be exploited by yeah. people who who would just be like, ah, oh, well, I can see and just, just yeah, dominate exactly. it. But but it's nice at least as the avenue for the main option, campaign, yeah, least, so you yeah. can. You can kind of join us in, in experiencing that. It's, it's, it's... Any, any chance we could get a um, and sort of you try it out potentially? We'll put a blindfold on and try it out and see how it goes. <laughs> I have to get, get the game first, but yeah, yeah. Oh, um, you don't have the new files? Oh, you know, you got the Horizon. You prefer the Yaka? Um, it's not that I prefer. It's just I there. For, so it's done very well here in accessibility, but I feel like in other areas, I don't think it's as That's strong. good. Yeah. But I, yeah. I can. I suppose you could get Game Pass for one pound or whatever, maybe. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or maybe I might get pick up a copy later and then yeah. check it out. Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear your opinions on it and feedback on how how well it it might work. Obviously, we're not people with visual impairments, so we're not exactly. No, we're, we're we're not blessed with with you know we're not we're not cursed with bad poor high eyesight and yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, we, we won't be able to give you a 100% review on it, but it'd be interesting to see your opinion on how it is after doing redoing a bit of research on it. But yeah, um, that's any other awards? There's quite a few. Um, I could I could get onto the eSports and then, and then call it quits from there, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so I'll fly through these because unfortunately I've got a bit of time scale to meet. Yeah, and so, we don't care too much about eSports stuff or best content creators and that sort of stuff, really. So much. Okay, so doing my best Jeff Keighley impression. We've got best action game, uh, five, and, five, five people here. We've got Remnant 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Ghost Runner 2, Dead Island 2 and Armour Chord 6 Fires of Rubicon which you'll be happy to hear one yeah, one reward there so, so in terms of high speed action that is an obvious one for myself mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and then I had best action adventure game uh, five, and, five, five nominees here Alan Wake 2 Marvel Spider-Man 2 Resident Evil 4 Jedi, Jedi uh, Star Sur- Wars Jedi Survivor, Survivor thank yeah. you and then Legend of Zelda Tears of Kingdom which won the which won the best oh, action right. adventure yeah yeah did yeah action adventure game uh, moving forward to best RPG, which we already know who won Balls this. Get three. No need to talk about anything else here. Best fighting game. Now, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God of Rock, Mortal Kombat One, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two, Pocket Bravery, Street Fighter Six. 
I can't remember if it was Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter Six. Well, Street Fighter Six won that one. Yeah, the took, Street Fighter Six in terms of accessibility, like they've changed how like you can do very simple inputs for. Um, for combat and stuff and mm. so it opens it up to people but then it also doesn't affect how the more experienced players play so that's it's totally great and then there's a really cool story mode which I've yet to play much of so I have to go back to that mm. uh, best family game going going real quick and this we've got Disney, Disney Illusion Islands we've got Party Animals Pikmin 4 Sonic Superstars and Super Mario Bros. Wonder Super Mario Bros. Wonder won, yeah. won the best family game there I can't say much on this one because I haven't played no. any of these but I'll move right on ahead to Best sports racing game. We have uh, Sports FC24, F123, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, Turbocharged, and the Crew Motorfest. The winner for this one... Forza, is it? Forza, yeah. which I sort of disagree with a bit, considering the, the, the actual Forza community reaction to this and general racing game reaction to this isn't isn't overwhelmingly positive. It's kind of like very neutral. We've got either people going, yeah, it's all right, or people going... Compared to the last one, and compared to what Gran Turismo yeah. 7 does, and compared to what we've expected from these other racing games, this isn't quite it. This isn't no. quite what we wanted from this, and it's it's buggy, it has a few progression problems. As the racing car person, I, I trust your expertise almost exclusively on this. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it has a few problems with, with the game in terms of its progression, how you can't apply certain things to the other car. You have to like, really master one car. And then when you go, oh, well, I want to play with this GZ car. And I was like, nope, it's a master that one. It's like, what do you mean? Let's put 20 hours into this car to then oh, really? lock all its parts. And it's just like, okay. Yeah, do that all over again, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes when like it's like every track has a practice lap, it's like, well, I already know this track. I don't need to practice it. I want to go oh, straight, right. to the, straight to the race. All right. And then there's a couple of things. And there's some big problems with bugs online as well. So that's like, it's a bit broken. So there's a lot of things where I go, uh, that probably wouldn't, shouldn't have won. We, I, I would have thought this would have gone to Crew Motor Fest or maybe... Maybe F one twenty three. Yeah, that one's got some really good uh, physics in there as well. Yeah. So I yeah. like that whole wheel game, but it's just more of the same. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Moving on. Best sim strategy game. We've got Advance Wars one, one and two reboot camp. Uh, City Skylines two, Company of Heroes three, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin four. Pikmin four. <laughs> Best strategy game. Okay. Won, won that game. I can't really speak much for that. I was kind of confused as to what wasn't. Maybe I guess. Uh, I guess maybe Advance Wars 1, yeah. 2, maybe camp, but anyway, moving on for the best multiplayer game, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animal, Street Fighter 6, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I think it's Baldur's Gate 3, was it? Baldur's Gate 3 yeah. again, swept that up. It's, it's, well, it's interesting, best multiplayer game, but on the Series S, you can't play it on multiplayer, well, on no, offline. No, yes. and I'll move past all the, e- the, the esports, e-sports stuff, people, yeah. and I'll go for the Player's Voice, which was Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. The most anticipated game, which is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Let's go! Well, I mean, the, the, the other ones like Hades 2, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, Tekken 8. I think it makes sense why yeah. Final Fantasy got the got the award there. Uh, and best adaptation was The Last of Us. We had Gran Turismo, we had Castlevania Nocturne, we had Super Mario Bros. movie and a Twisted Metal. But Last of Us grabbed that as the best yeah. adaptation. As someone who's watched the series, I will say that it's... It's a high-quality show. It's a sure. high-quality show. And to be fair to you, they do do things differently in some places to the actual main game, although they do follow it quite yeah, yeah. quite well. So it's quite an easy win. But I was also quite quite intrigued because I thought Gran Turismo was also a good movie. Like Super Mario Bros. movie was also very I good. I really like Twisted Metal TV show for mm, the most part mm, as well. Mm. And I'm really happy that it got a second season announcement as well. That was, that was really good. Yeah. Cool. But anyway... Uh, we've got a lot to get through, so about to see the winners. But let's go through some notable, notable things that you picked up from the game yeah. awards. Notable announcements. Quite a few. I mean, there's so many. And um, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. So Sega sort of did a, a mega announcement of what five different games. So yeah, they announced yeah. a brand new Jet Set Radio, brand new Shinobi game, Crazy Taxi, 
Golden Axe and Streets of Rage. These games all look like they're in sort of various forms of elements. So like Crazy Taxi looked really, really early. Um, Shinobi and Jet Set Radio looked a little further on and stuff. But um, yeah, they're doing new Streets of Rage, which is like a 3D beat-em-up. So after that really amazing Streets of Rage 4 made by an external studio, they're bringing it in-house now. And I'm a little worried about that one. But all the other ones look pretty cool. What are your yeah. feelings on these? Yeah, uh, I mean, to be honest, I, I don't recognize most of these, but I definitely remember the crazy, crazy taxis from my from my, from my days, uh, early days of the PlayStation Two. And it's like, yes, it's good to have that back. So a big, a big nostalgic rush for that one. Maybe I like I like to see what else we can build on it as well because it is when I go back and play it, it has aged big time. Yeah, it's, it's quite, it's very simple, very arcadey. But I'd love to see what else they could. Uh, pack into a potential remaster of that one so I'm very much looking forward to that um, big one as well um, Blade mm. Blade that was a cool release made I by Arcane a, a cool a cool, one, yeah. a cool reveal of that one absolutely um, set in Paris so rather than being sort of like New York or whatever he's in Paris this time for some reason God knows. Um, and he's, yeah, fighting vampires because Arcane like making lots of games with vampires in for some reason. <laughs> he just, like, it seems to be that thing. a bit of vampires in there. Oh, we made a really terrible multiplayer game, put vampires in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's quite interesting. Um, one thing to note on that, does it mention, even though it's made by Arcane, who's owned by Bethesda, who's owned by Microsoft, no mention of Game Pass or Xbox exclusive, which it probably is, but just very strange it didn't. No, no information on that. It's like they always announce that information. It's a bit. Is it coming to other platforms? Mm. I mean, are we gonna see it on the PlayStation? We're gonna see it on the Switch. No, I've never thought about that. To be yeah, fair. it was just very, very strange. Um, again, we talk about this whole thing about they want to put on the games on other platforms. And hey, you put it on Game Pass and it's free there, but you pay seventy quid if you play it on PlayStation. Probably a smart move if to do that. God knows. Um, yeah, that was good. Um, Feelings on um, Light No Fires. So this is new, new No Man's Sky people's game. I feel like the, my my takeaway from this was, oh, he's done it again. He's, from, yeah. he's, he's promised a universe and he'll deliver, I don't know. Not the universe. Uh, he'll deliver a continent. I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. like, like, it's, 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 it's big to make these same same promises and like, so this is how it'll be, but like yeah. a big actual world. I guess on the plus side, they've learned from their mistakes potentially over the have they? Yeah, by well, by promising something. Big. I don't think. Um, what's his name? The main guy. Uh, I can't remember his name no. either. Actually, for some reason, it's it's, it's, it's but gone from. I don't mind. think he's learned from his mistakes because he was making big promises on stage again. Do you think the devs have, have learnt a lot from? But I think the devs. The, uh, yeah. No Man's Sky. Yeah. No Man's Sky is actually a pretty cool game to play now. Yeah. Now it's now it's absolutely um, yeah it's great. Oh, it's what's his name? I was, I was going to say like Tim Horton or something. Tim, <laughs> Tim Horton. Tim Horton's uh, a food thing. Am I just really hungry right now? Um, oh, what's his name? Uh what's second? I'm going to say. Farmers <laughs> go go. Hey for Google, it. who's a No Man's Sky developer guy? <laughs> See what's it? Um, that'll be that'll be. Sean Murray, there, there we go. go. Thank you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So yeah, Sean Murray. Um, he, he's quite infectious though. With his, he, he seems to enjoy making games. Oh, absolutely, he's, he's got an infectious positivity. But yeah, yeah, so whether or not be able to live on yeah. like a, a fully fleshed out world. Yeah. Well, if we even want that, to be fair, I'm not sure if I would. I feel like they're a bit too. I can't see myself getting to that myself yeah. personally. But yeah, I, I need to see it more, just because of how well they've done with. With um, No Man's Sky and how well supported it, I'm willing to give him a second chance. Okay, straight off the bat, I'm willing. I'm willing to do that. Maybe if it's in. if it's a mess out front, then like no, you get no more chances anymore. Do you know what I mean? I won't yeah, buy a game yeah. for several years or whatever. Yeah. But I'm I'm willing to just because 
I know it's a small team, and I know they did make some mistakes, but they really, really follow through with a promise ultimately. So I'm willing to go right. You're getting a second chance, but whether that pays off. Um, anything else you saw that took your fancy? There's lots of stuff. Mm, yes, uh, I thought the um, black black myth Wukong looks really interesting. All right, I, always always has looked like a really cool looking game. Yeah, it's so the problem with sort of games out of China, it almost feels like. You, you kind of see the sort of low quality of like the sparking effects and you just kind of go, oh, this feels like this game was definitely made in China. I can almost see it. It's really weird. I can see it and go, this looks like, this is one of the first games where I've gone, no, this looks like a big, high quality, well-made game. But usually I would go like, oh, this is going to be a rubbish, terrible mobile. And I, I saw this and I was like, yeah, no, I believe this will be a proper game. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm, I actually kind of somewhat am on, agree that it looks pretty cool. Uh, but still no release date for that, is there yet? No, I don't no, think it's released yet. No. It's another reveal trailer going, yes, is yeah. what we're looking at. This is, how it should, this is the art yeah. style. This is how it's going to look. And a little, inch, little bits of how it's going to play. Yeah. Um, interestingly, I was quite curious about uh, Assassin's Creed Nexus. Right. Just because I thought it's an interesting idea, kind of a mashup of a different classic Assassin's Creed games. You've got the first one, second one. Maybe a bit of Brotherhood, maybe a bit of like uh, free and stuff. If not, maybe for me, very vomit-inducing first per- first-person VR gameplay. Just jumping off the massive yeah, building. Yeah, jumping yeah. off the building, like oh, why can't why why just bashing your head on the physical floor? Yeah, yeah. Jump off a sofa, and be like yes, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, getting the smack down on some poor Templars below. I thought it was an interesting idea, and I'd like to see how yeah. they do with that. But uh, apart from that, I was like, yeah, that's, that's quite yeah. good. I'll, I'll give them give them a hand on that one. Yeah. Um, what else I'm looking forward to as well is I've been one. So I really liked um, Hellblade. I really liked uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Sent Sen- 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 sacrifice. sacrifice. Yeah, that was a really good game. So obviously seeing the seeing the trailer for Hellblade Two, but no reveal date. Just like sometime in twenty twenty four, I'm like, oh, and, the, and they're also guys. just really shy of showing off combat. They show like half a second off, and yeah. I know the combat was kind of weak in the first yeah, game. Yeah, it need it needs improvement for this game. We need to up up that. Yeah, this game my worry is just because success. there's the same people who made the Devil May Cry remake, which also had terrible combat. I'm just worried that this might suffer from that same flaw again. Yeah. Yeah, so, that, that is a possibility, but I don't know. I, I really like the unique angle, angle they went with in yeah. terms of just yeah. You get a lot of the visual get, design's really cool. Their visual design's yeah. really cool, and you know you get a lot of games that explore certain you know mental health conditions, like you know you got depression and stuff like that. But it's very rare that you get things like you know hearing voices or yeah. or having I guess disassociation with, yeah. with things. That, that's really that's really interesting to see implemented into a, a video game environment. Into like a high end like yeah high end like combat um, yeah high end game that's like got this big heavy mysticism and right really really high sort of profile yeah, games yeah. yeah and it was always it was always interesting whenever I finished like a two or three hour game session where, where all of a sudden I wasn't hearing voices in either ear for like, or like shouting whispering all that sort of stuff it was really weird to take my headphones off and be waiting and go wow that's very yeah, quiet yeah. It's, it's really it's really tiring having that all the time yeah. it's just like once you're away from that it's like yeah it's normal now I'm not going to go anymore it's really cool anyway really want to see, really see when this thing's going to come out because I'm a big fan of the first one. I hope they can pull off the second one. I don't think they needed to make a sequel, so that's why I'm a bit, bit worried. But yeah. I want to play it and see what it's like. Yeah, I boy, I boy. Cool. Um, speaking of speaking voices, how did you feel about the announcement of OD, which was a lot of people talking? Um, again, I can give Hideo Kojima the world. I'm, I'm probably a fanboy of, if you could call it that or whatever. But I, I very visibly rolled my eyes to be honest, <laughs> because because every every time it's always just. 
It's did, just. Did you notice the door that I came out of was the same door from PT? No. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it was a door, but I looked the same as PT, so therefore we're going, oh, yeah. look at that. But yeah, this is going to be interesting. It's called oh, OD no. at the moment, probably it's overdose. Yeah, but um, we. Yeah, 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 sure. I'll, I'll let you talk about it because yeah. for me, it's just, it's just again, it's, it's just for me, it's, it's always just trippy nonsense. But <laughs> everyone just loves it, apart from me. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be the grumpy old man in the corner. Continue. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, it's called OD, and it's, it's gonna be some sort of experimental game slash movie of some sort a that's gonna a new experience, a new experience. Which yeah. if someone can pull it off he's, he's definitely pulled off a lot of new experiences you know what I mean yeah sure sure. People, I know some people don't like um, Death Stranding but that, I mean, you can't say that's not a unique game for sure 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 um, and it's going to involve the cloud service somehow using Microsoft's cloud or whatever so it's going to be something quite wild it's, it's got it's got Jordan Peele involved who's obviously quite a famous horror director recent horror director mm. um, his movies are pretty damn good generally um, and then he's apparently he's got a bunch of other people he's collaborating with he's calling the, the Avengers he's got like seven other people and it's <laughs> yeah, like a sort of seven samurai thing going on yeah, yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what this is again it's very very and it did get way too much airtime for what it was. Anyone else wouldn't have got away with that, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, myself, uh, Hideo Kojima could just come and go, here's a piece of paper, here's my concept's new game. I'm like, oh, yes, mm, well done. Mm. I, I'm, I'm launching my new brand of pizza with Domino's. <laughs> it has mystery ingredients. And you'd be like, yes. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, yes, oh, well yeah. done. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. Oh. Very well done. Um, it, so. is the, it is the first square pizza. Square pizza. I think square pizza have existed for a while. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah. So um, that was that. Um, got a few other sort of smaller announcements. So Final Fantasy 16 DLC. The first one's been stealth launched. I'm not going to play that yet until the second one comes out. The second one seems quite important. It's the one that involves Leviathan. So Leviathan's the um, the final basically summon that didn't show up in the game. And then I've been hearing rumors about like and um, reading articles saying, hey. What happens when um, you collect all these summons together and stuff? What's going to happen? And because that that one was thought to be lost, it's called Leviathan Lost the DLC. Hence that. What's going to happen with that? And I think it was they said they weren't going to release DLC for this game. And then as, as soon as like all oh, Leviathan's not it, that's the DLC creature. So they might do some sort of change with the end of the story as well because how the story ends is quite sad. And it'd be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, but I'm certainly looking forward to the second DLC. I'm not going to play this one that's just come out now i'm gonna buy them both later down the line for mm, sure mm. so that's pretty cool and um, what do you think about rise of the run and the brand new playstation game that's been now uh, for march 22nd 2024 I, I love me a good um i, lo- I love me a food order pan set game like i loved um yeah. oh, i love ghost, ghost, ghost of tsushima yeah. so this one also looks uh looks really cool um, i'm looking forward you to got a cool this. glider and stuff and you can do like you sort of like got you thing you can zip uh, line to people yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. And it looks very action heavy but obviously it's the team ninja guys the guys yeah. made Neo and yeah. um, Ninja Gaiden so do expect some quite intense action I, I did I did think this was more of a ninja game than, a, than maybe yeah. a samurai game just the way your character was not really you know not really doing the samurai way or samurai yeah. code which just like very sneaky sneaky on rooftops like yeah. gliding down assassination kills very sort of low profile stuff yeah. I thought yeah that's very, very ninja fast and loose isn't it very fast but looks, and loose but looks pretty cool it looks like a very yeah. cool, and cool some, game some of the samurai have guns but it's like 19th century so yeah so like and stuff, type yeah. of a musket sort of stuff yeah 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 so that's pretty cool um, trying to think what else Quite see people. I saw people quite pumped about this Jurassic Park Survival. Hmm. You see this? So this is the new first-person single-player Jurassic Park game set like two days after Jurassic Park or something like that. And 
Seems quite cool. We've never really got a truly big, proper, big budget Jurassic Park game, have we ever? Really? I don't think. Uh, no, no. To be fair, I don't think I don't think we have. I know we've had some very successful like park simulator ones. Yeah, park simulator stuff. But uh, no, I can't. I can't remember really getting a big budget one. I remember we got a really funny. Was it Telltale Games did like a really yeah, funny oh, yeah, Jurassic, yeah. Jurassic, Jurassic Park one? Hilarious, um, like death animations, death scenes, but uh. No, I guess not. I yeah, I wasn't really that hyped about it. I don't think I've, I, I I kind of thought okay. I, I don't I, I don't really remember. I don't yeah, really remember it, which is interesting. It's been made by Saber Interactive, which is sort of a mid tier publisher. So yeah, it might be not yeah. big big budget, but bigger than I think Jurassic Park has normally got for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So sort of big, more high profile. Uh, yeah, I, I was speaking to some people and, and some friends, and they're like, yeah. Um, I'm quite excited for that. I was like, oh, really? Right. So I looked a bit more and I kind of saw what they mean. Because I mean, we don't, I mean, last big dinosaur game was something like Turok or something. I mean, that's been a while ago. It's sort a of big first person sort of game. So it'll be interesting to see what that's about. Um, Dragon Ball Sparking Zero looks pretty cool. Visions of Mana, brand new Mana game. I'm oh, hella excited for that. Um, I, I'd love the Mana games. I've played, I think, every single one of them. Or at least on every single Mana game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's by Square Enix. So Square Enix said they were going to stop making these sort of smaller mid-tier games, but it seems like they're still making them, but maybe less so. The Last Sentinel. This is made by some ex-GTA developers, apparently. Um, this is quite interesting. It's, it's it's a CG trailer, so no real game, so it's almost like Ignore It exists to some degree, because it's not mm. real until you see a proper game for it, but for mine, most of them have been yeah. If they've not got an actual gameplay trailer, if it's a CGI, if it's a pre-rendered yeah. footage, I kind of haven't added it to my notable games list because I'm uh, well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know anything about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering your feelings. Like I'm somewhat saying, but but just sort of the aesthetic design of sort of the robots, and then there's just sort of an aesthetic going on that's very sort of Ghost in the Shell, Pat Labor, like Mamoroshi, two thousands anime sort of thing going on, like. This is quite interesting what they're doing. Well, that's not in 2000, early 90s. So I'm wondering what that's going to be. But again, it's got some bigger G Grand Theft Auto developer names attached to it. Right. So it could be potentially quite big. But um, again, no real game on it. It's just a CG trailer. So it could be. Yeah, I can, I can barely remember enough, it, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, mm. it's somewhat forgettable in terms of like, yeah, no real game. It doesn't exist. Um, and then the big one we ended with was Monster Hunter Wilds. Um, I thought that'd be, be, be straight. Yeah, absolutely. This is the brand new big Monster Hunter game and uh, Monster Hunter 6 unofficially, of course, mm, um, mm, or sequel mm. to Worlds 2, as you would. Yeah. Um, sequel to Worlds. Um, yeah, this seems like they've taken the Monster Hunter concept, which with Worlds made even bigger. And, and what's bigger than the world? The wilds, apparently. And this <laughs> seems like they've really opened it up and they've got lots of environmental stuff going on with this sort of like sandstorm. They've got like 50 different monsters roaming, like running as a pack. And visually, looked fine it didn't look that amazing but it looks like it really could exist and it was using that um Ooh, re engine and stuff yeah, yeah so keeping expectations in check much like gta a little sad 2025 but i think this is going to be an early 2025 at this rate because they're going to show off more at the summer they said um, yeah. of 2024 so i'm no doubt i'll probably by end of back end of next year i'll be playing a demo of it of some sorts and i'll have more to report on but again does not being a bad monster again capcom not been a bad game for in a while from them really so I expect this to be nothing shy of pretty darn good mm. that's right mm. and um, mm. definitely a way to end the show and I heard some rumours on the grapevine a few days before like that was going to get shown off so I was like I was ready I was like where's my monster on there where's my monster on there <laughs> monster um, right. yeah uh, yeah highly rate Monster on the World is probably one of my most favourite games of all time so hey 
Yeah. Very excited for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's all these sort of game awards announcements. Um, we're gonna have a little bit of a musical break now. We're gonna have a little bit of music. Unfortunately, I couldn't get that song from Final Fantasy. So I'm gonna try and get it for the next show. I was trying to search for it, I couldn't find it. But yeah, let's have a a little bit of Baldur's Gate music, of course, because I mean, congratulations to Baldur's the Gate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And um, of course, Alan Wake. But Baldur's Gate even more so. Um, it just really, it really shows what hard work and dedication can do. You know, and not filling games with microtransactions. Yeah, it's uh, just cl- classically well built games. It's, it's just like, well, that's what happens. You win awards and you make lots of money. Um, but yeah, that's a bit of um, Baldur's Gate music now. So this is part of the main theme, and we'll be back with our recommendations and the games coming out in twenty. But back in from December twenty twenty three, I almost said twenty twenty four. Then Ooh, I'm like, we're almost there. Yeah, we're yeah. almost there. So see you in a few moments. And we're back. And that was yet a bit of music from the Baldur's Gate 3 soundtrack. Um, one of the best games of the year. Many people said the best game of the year for yes, sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's move on to... So we also do a little bit of a buyer's guide when we get to end of the year, like what we recommend and stuff. We, we, we're never ready with our games of the year because it's dead hard to do that. And we always... like There's some games that'll come out late December or whatever. So I've got a little bit of a buyer's guide from me and then Michael also has some stuff as well. So... Um, what I'm recommend, what I'm not recommending is people buy a Nintendo Switch, hmm. um, because we're probably going to have a new one come out. A Switch too, very soon. Very soon, probably mid next year. So if you want to just wait, and it'll probably have backwards compatibility. And if it doesn't, Switches will be even cheaper by then. So That's I'm definitely true. not true. recommending a, um, a Switch. What I'm recommending is there's a ton of horror games coming out, isn't there? Yes, and if it, if oh, if, has come out. if horror games are your, if horror games are your deal, or you want to give them a go, there are so many good ones to dip into this year. I'm, yeah. I'm going to name, you know, obviously Alan Wake Two, Dead Space remake, Resident Evil Four remake, uh, and yeah, they're just really really good stuff. High quality, yeah, high quality um, games. Um, I I also think about a little bit about the sort of VR space. We just mm. got the uh, the Quest Three just recently came out, and then PSVR Two about nine months ago. What, do you have a recommendation in terms of what you'd recommend for a VR headset? Because they're both about the same price, aren't they? well, right, in terms of the right, headset. Right. I don't think I do, to be fair. I don't think I've researched enough about VR, yeah. but I, I know that for the horror space, yeah, I think it'd be more worthwhile maybe the PlayStation one because you've yeah. got the Resident, really, Evil, Resident Evil ones. Yeah. And you've got so many. you got you got Village, you got Resident Evil 4, both versions of Resident Evil 4. Yeah. you got, yeah, yeah. And you got some other things coming to that as well. So probably say PSVR 2, but... Don't know yeah, much about the other one no, I, I'm struggling to make a recommendation for this for sure. And the other thing is, like Quest Twos have gone really down in price now as well as the Quest Threes out. So if you're really on the budget, a Quest Two might do you well. Mm. You can also play the original Resident Evil Four in VR yeah, as well, so can't you? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, on yeah. that, um, not much of a horror game that is necessarily, but yeah, um, it's obviously a high recommendation for Baldur's Gate Three, which Absolutely. is an obvious one, an easy one, very easy yeah. recommendation to make. Especially if you've got if you've got anything but the Series S version, you can do split screen online. So if you've got a family member over Christmas, you want to play some Baldur's Gate, you yeah. can totally yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, game passes well. doesn't seem too much of a good offer, but if you're looking to get Starfield, you can save a bunch of money by getting Game Pass and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's sort of my recommendations for this year. You're, you're similar sort of vein. Anything else you'd re- like to recommend? I only really have. I only. Have Actually, I've recommended a lot on game in terms of, in terms of hardware. Uh, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Right now, PC PC stuff. I guess uh, I don't know. That I don't know what to really recommend. I'll yeah. probably stick. I'll probably just yeah. I'd stay clear of unless you want to really honk like honk out loads of loads of cash. I'd probably stay clear of Nvidia for graphics cards. Even though I have I have one technically. Um, 
Oh, you're rich, we get it. <laughs> no, no, no. But I say it's, it's, it's more. It's more. It's as forced yeah, into that. Yeah, when you have a G-Sync monitor, it's kind of like yeah, I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. I kind of I'm now locked into Nvidia, and that's and that's the choice I made years ago. But uh, but yeah, in terms of the hardware stuff, I mean, I guess PS5 is pretty good. I mean, they they get they're, they're yeah. coming they're getting cheaper and cheaper. The Series to get. X is um, I know right now in the UK is like got is on sale for like 140 pounds less or whatever. So if you want a you know, and you and you just want to quickly get a console and stuff, and you don't care about games, what specific games and stuff. I guess you could go get that the, and get you, a game. Pass, I guess you yeah. could go the comp, the uh, the Game Pass route of like getting yeah. the Xbox and then you're getting that Game Pass yeah. to that, which gives but you all I, those I games. Shug- I keep struggling to recommend stuff like Game Pass and services because, as we talked about earlier in the show, it's it's just not a great way to go, and you don't own anything really. And no, you're very much to the whims of what gets added in, what gets yeah. taken away. So yeah, you never quite. Being yeah. that. so it's very hard for me to recommend hardware this year. Yeah. Um. But yeah, game wise, I've got like I said, those those games are very easy to pick from. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's our sort of like short recommendation buyers guide for anyone looking for Christmas gifts there this year. But let's move on to games that have come out or coming out in December twenty twenty three. Michael, okay. do you want to run through the list? Usually, well, I usually run through the list. But do you want to do me a solid? Do you read out the title and I'll talk about what? The okay, t- cool. The title for me. Is is is, it, is there some like really dodgy games that you've added in here as fake games? <sighs> no, 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 no. no, okay, no, right, no. Go, go. I haven't. I've actually yeah. the real games. Okay. I swear. What's that Batman Arkham trilogy on the first on Nintendo the Switch? Switch? Which was a disastrous Batman oh, Arkham Arkham port of the original Arkham games. So you got Arkham you got Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. You almost said Arkham Origin, but I forgot. Almost said that always at Origins, yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah, sorry, yeah. that's not included. And came out on the Switch to disastrous reception, really poorly optimized, not the best way to play the platform, especially Arkham Knight. That one runs yeah, yeah, like yeah. an absolute dog. But but the other two games uh, kind of locked at thirty, not very great cult yeah, versions yeah. of the original game. But it's there if I guess if you really want to. Uh, and that came out on the Steam Deck. Yeah, of course. And that came out on December the first. So move on from there. On December first, we also have Dragon Quest Monsters: The Dark Prince for Nintendo Switch, which seems to be a third-person turn-based uh, strategy RPG, getting very heavy Pokemon vibes from this yes, one. But yes. But uh, but that's all I got from the gameplay trailers yeah. and reveals and stuff like that. And then Steam World Build um, also came out on the first. I didn't realise this for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. A town building strategy game alongside building a town and city. You also work on your mine underneath. So you've got two layers of of management and build and and sort of building sim to go along there. Yeah. Cool. Then on the second, we had Murder Mystery Paradox, 15 Years of Summer, which also sounds like a fake game. For Windows, this is a visual novel game by Aniplex. Uh, I didn't include visual novels, so move on to the Brilliant. next one. Brilliant, yes, keep going. Um, on the fifth, we have a Highlander song for Windows, Mac, and Nintendo Switch, and a adventure game. An, an, an indie side-scrolling platform with some lovely Scottish accents and Scottish culture. Oh, really? In wow. there. Yeah, yeah, cool. great, really cool one. Also, on the fifth, we had Arashi Castle's Sins Final Cut, which I've downloaded, I've yet to play, which comes out for Windows, PS5, Quest 2, and Quest 3. It's a VR game. It's very sneaky. It's very sneaky ninja VR game. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have you know. Cool. Also on the fifth, we have Born and Bread for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS5, and Xbox One. Actually, a role-playing game-based RPG where Ooh. you are a bit of bread or something like that. Really? Oh wow. Okay. Something like you're okay. you're a man who's made of bread. It's kind of it's okay, quite cool. it's quite weird. Um, also on the fifth, we have Disney's Dreamlight Valley for Winter, Win, Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Xbox Series X. I think this was an early access, wasn't it? For a while, is this it, fully out now? It was for a long time, and this is essentially I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize this as a cozy RPG. You do some main quests, or you can do some cozy side quests, fishing making things making houses making your dream castle all that sort of stuff a very cozy RPG RPG okay cool brilliant and then also on the 5th we have Kingpin Reloaded for Windows and a first person shooter a boomer shooter first person yes, shooter with is, PS1 yeah. era graphics oh yes is this 
Is this the original? Yeah, it's the original game from '99. It's a part from it. Yeah, I mm. saw um, 3D Realms. I was like, oh, this is a this is a boomer so, shooter. So, so did I. That's so a I. boomer shooter. Um, also on the fifth, we have Laka Age Through Blood, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. It's a very cool sort of side-scrolling platformer combined with bike driving and shooting mechanics. Ooh, so cool. not just platforming, but you're also driving a bike and you're shooting. It's, yeah. very, it's pretty cool. I would recommend. Also on the fifth, we have Lord of the Rings: Return of Mara. Return to Moria, which Moria. is a third-person mining, crafting, and combat game. Possibly with mates, like a co-op adventure, potentially. Mm. But, but yeah, very much that sort of cool. style for it. Sonic Dream Team um, also comes out on that same day on the 5th. Yep, classic third-person platformer for all your mobile devices. Cool. On the 7th, we have Arizona Sunshine 2 for Windows, PS5, Quest 2, and, P- and Quest 3. So that's a new VR game. VR game, FPS, shoot, shooting shoot zombies. zombies yeah. Lots of slapstick to it. Very tongue-in-cheek. I played humor. the first game. I'll probably get around to play the second one at some point. Absolutely. Um, on the 7th, we'll have Avatar Frontiers of Pandora for Windows, PS5, and Xbox Series X. A first-person shooter game set in the Avatar universe. Plain and simple. Kind of nice, nice summary for you there. Awesome. Ooh, on the seventh, we also have Don Don Pache, Blissful Reincarnation, Blissful Death Reincarnation. A Bullet Hell, Bullet Hell shooter. Yes, I know about Don Don Pache. Don't you? I do not. Hence why I had to look it up. (laughs) Um, And then also on that same day, we have Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis coming from. It's a mobile phone, but it's now coming to Windows. Yep. Cool. Absolutely. And then also on the seventh, we have Hollow Cocoon for Windows, a Japanese horror horror game, first person perspective, no shooting, but a, a, basically a double H for production value, first person horror. Looks cool. quite looks quite cool actually. It might be worth picking up if it goes if it goes cool. cheap. Legos VR Brick Tales also on the same day for Quest Two and Three. This is a weird one because it looks like you're just playing with Lego but in VR. Right. I I I, I like I got nothing more from the trailers and gameplay footage than just you're just playing with Lego. Lego but you don't yeah. actually have to put away the Lego. Maybe that's maybe that's the thing. Oh, that's not you, yeah. you don't just stamp your feet on Lego. Oh, you don't, yeah, you don't stamp your feet. Oh, like, yeah, it's ooh. like it's like I'm playing sold. With Lego. I'm sold. But without the inconvenience of playing with Lego. Ah, really? <laughs> <laughs> so also the same day we all have Silent Channel Two for Windows, a survival horror game. Yes, first person indie survival horror game. Maybe with weapons this time, but de- very similar vein, but yeah. like more Western feel. Small and Survival the Wilds um, for Windows, PS4, PS5. That's a survival game as well. Yep, third-person survival game featuring small humans versus the rest of the world. Very similar to that other other survival game we had, where it's in like a back garden, big bugs. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's made by Rare, that as well, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. I played a little bit of it, actually, not so long ago. I can't remember what it's um, called, but yeah. anyway... Um, Based on the vibe there. Cool. And then on that same day as well, we have Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader coming for Windows, Mac, PS5, and Xbox Series X. This is your sort of game? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it looks like a turn-based strategy game, giving you giving very heavy XCOM vibes for this one right. as well. So very much that sort of style of um, strategy cool. game there. And then on the eighth, um, Baldur's Gate three comes out for the Xbox Series X and S finally, mm-hmm. uh, allowing Studios. So if you didn't have it on Xbox, it's now finally out. Hey. Um, then on the eighth, we also have oh my god, Juan Jian, Sword of Mist and the Mountains on Nintendo Switch. Oh my god, what even is it? It's something by East Asia stuff in it. It's a top-down JRPG with turn-based combat. Okay, right. I think it's Juan Juan Yan Sword Mist Beyond the Mountains. Oh wow! Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Well done. I said a word right. <laughs> and then on the 12th, we have Hammer Watch 2 for Nintendo Switch and PS5. A top-down hack-and-slash RPG with pixelated art style. And all the all the, all the critics in that entire yeah entire trailer kept going on about, oh, it's like Diablo. Oh, it's like Diablo. Oh, it's like Diablo. Right. So if you like Diablo, you probably like this might one like too. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, if you like Diablo, you might respect your time a little bit more. Um, moving on. On the 13th, we have Ready or Not for Windows. Yeah, tough as nails. Tough as nails, first-person shooter game. You play as play as a SWAT team dealing with all sorts of tricky scenarios. Yeah, oh, I saw something shooter. recently about that. Like, um, 
one of the missions you get to take down um some basement dwelling furry as a as a as a one of the people yeah it was a terrorist organization so, yeah, yeah that's pretty mad yeah <laughs> so like yeah yeah he has like a furry costume in corner his room and stuff and you arrest him and i was like oh that's so interesting yeah has this been in alexis for a while it's been in early yeah, yeah, for, yeah, like, yeah. for a good few months. This yeah. is the final like 2.0 release or whatever. Brilliant. Have a full-on campaign. So I'm looking forward to picking it up because I'm a big fan of Tough as Nails. That's yeah. what uh, first-person shooters kind of like... SWAT 4 and stuff. Like, like Rainbow yeah. Six sort of yeah, stuff yeah. as well. Um, um, on the yeah. 14th, we have Bansen Knights, which is... A pixelated old-school decision-based RPG. Brilliant. On the 14th, we have Bullet Storm VR for Windows, PS5 and Quest 2. Lots of VR games coming out in December. Those are VR games coming out in December. Yeah, and that's um, bullet storm, but in VR. Pretty much, cool. yeah. So I, I was about to say, it's literally a first-person shooter, mad first-person shooter in yeah. virtual reality, but there's not much more I've got yeah. from uh, looking at that one. Uh, on the 14th, we have a game that we actually we were talking about a little bit uh, a few days ago. Custom Mech Wars for Windows and PS5, Indeed. and published by D3. An indie mech third-person shooter combat game featuring... Uh, Featuring Pizza Bot and also a few other different. Yeah, you can build well. your own robots, do whatever you want. It's pretty insane. It's from the same. It's from the same people who did Earth Defense Force, so you can imagine what's very like. wacky what they get up cool. to. Cool. And then on the fourteenth, we have this. Sounds like a disease you could catch. <laughs> um, Gnosha. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it Nosha. Nosha, but with a G at the start. Of it. But basically, this is a this is more or less a visual novel, to be honest with you. All right. I I I I, I clicked on the video, which was like gameplay footage, and like an hour, and I scrolled through YouTube, and all it was was basically like you just pick you pick dialogue right, options, yeah. and it's just talking. So as a thing, this is just a visual novel. I don't yeah. quite know what they're selling here, but, but yeah, that's on yeah. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. If that's your thing, cool. And also on the 14th, we have Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising. So that's the updated version of Grand Blue Fantasy for Windows, PS4, hey, and PS5. Anime 2D, 2D fighting game. Yeah, yeah. By um, Arc System Works, the Guild mm-hmm. Gear people. Um, also on that same day, we have Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy Definitive Edition for iOS and Android. Mm-hmm. So, the, so, the, so the Vice City, San Andreas, and Grand GTA 3. GTA 3 coming yep. to your mobile devices this time. Yep, cool. Also on that same day, we have House Slippers 2 for Windows. Where you clear up the houses in first person and change designs and so on, interior designs and DIY. As someone who hates DIY, I can't think of anything else. But if that's up your street, by all means, you can have a go. Oh, we've got a fun one here. I'm going to try to say this. Komodo Remilia 2 Strange Requiem for that's, Windows and Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Side-scrolling platformer with melee combat thrown in. Very much from an indie studio, but um, yeah, it's very cool. melee-focused side-scrolling. Also, same day, Raku Adventure. A third-person platformer with very child-friendly aesthetics. You play like ah. little, little woodland creatures like raccoons and such. Oh, and that's for Windows, PS4, PS5, um, Xbox Series XS and, and Nintendo Switch. Same day as well, Witch in the Holy Night for Windows. That's a visual novel, so I imagine uh, you skipped that a one. A visual novel, which I have no idea what's going on. If if someone else wants to have a watch of this trailer, yeah. and then commenting on commenting on our show and just tell and just like email in and say, listen, this is what's going on because I I could not I, I I watched it once maybe yeah. twice and went I don't know what I'm seeing. I recommend you some good visual novels, but most of them are rubbish. Okay, yeah, great, cool. Um, on the fifteenth, we talked about it a little bit earlier. It's called Asgard Raft Two, so this is for Quest Two and Three. This is the action role playing game by Sanzaru Studios. Mm. This is getting really good reviews apparently. Mm. So yeah, it's a very very heavy VR hack and slash. Um, sort of game in virtual reality more or less cool and then on the 20th we have Resident Evil 4 for Mac and iOS mm-hmm. so Resident Evil 4 coming to your iPhone so you can take a poop while you poop yourself <laughs> I'll, I'll try to, yeah You're trying. <laughs> that's fair enough those regenerators are pretty damn scary yeah. I must say speaking of regenerators on 21st uh, we have Princess Maker 2 Regeneration, regeneration 2. okay so my summary notes after watching 
two trailers and someone break it down. I have no idea. These, these are my literal notes. I have it's, no it's idea. It's like a visual novel life Apparently, you take on the role of the father figure. You raise your daughter, a princess. How, how you raise her depicts how she'll grow up as the game progresses. Apparently, the original has several endings depending on what you do. So lots of replay value. It's a bit strange. Yeah, and that's for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5. Oh, oh um, no. <laughs> right, and then on the 21st, we also have Real Romance Origin. A visual novel for Nintendo Switch and PS4. <laughs> this is the one where I watched and had a oh, breakdown. Yeah. I had two sides at that point. I, I watched the trailer and I remember my reaction was, I'm just concerned and confused. I just I just like, um, I tabbed the Wikipedia page. I'm like, yeah, okay, fair it's, enough. It's, it's a visual novel game, I guess. It's just going to move on, but it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's so strange. So, but it involves trains. You said something earlier. It's like trains full of girls are all just oh okay just, right just a strange yep. i just i just oh I didn't, we can move like on. it um <laughs> then also that day we have spy x and your operation memories for nintendo switch is that what was it spy x family tv show or something is it, and it but it's I, game uh, again my notes yeah i have no idea a really? third person mini game field adventure game you play as a small anime girl okay fair enough <laughs> i know there's a tv show called was it spy x family or whatever so i presume it's related to that right, um right, on the right. 22nd we have one, which doesn't have a link. It, a visual novel. I, Next. I, I imagine that was very hard to search for. It's like you search for one, and you're like, ah, oh, the number one. Yes, I believe. No, no I, I didn't even search it. I went visual novel. Next. Oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing no this again. Yet, really. I'm not doing this again. I've had enough of this this month. Awesome. And then on the 28th, we have Magician's Dead Force of the Soul. It's a third-person shooter with magic. For PS4. Cool. And then Pinball M on the 28th as well for Nintendo Switch. By it is basically a pinball game, various pinball games inspired by horror themes. So different pinball Maps yeah. and different layouts, depending on the sort of different horror franchises of old, such as you know, uh, cool. uh, Freddy the 13th. And then like at some point this month, we have In His Time for Nintendo Switch. Well, that means this is time. We are wrapping <laughs> up the show now, so uh, thank you all for listening. Again, not too many great games. Um, I'm interested to play Arizona Sunshine at some point, and then I might Absolutely. pick up that Dragon Quest game because yeah, um, yeah. I like Dragon Quest. But yeah, I think that's it. That's it. We're finished with the show. Have a good end of year, and we'll Have see you Christmas. in, in January. Yeah, Christmas. Do yeah. whatever. Play lots of games, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, see you in 2024. See Bye you later. Now. Bye, guys.